I uh, I usually edit stuff out too, you know. So this is a, this is a free speech zone, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you just go back through and bleep everything. Yeah, you know, just bleep. Timestamps going just. In case. Yeah, it's yeah. true. Okay, so here's the official announcement from when Barracuda closed. The time has come for Barracuda Club to bid adieu from the incredible artists to the amazing staff. We thank you for making us part of your lives for the last five years for a going away party, berries forever, yada yada yada, kind of thing. So they're permanently gone. They're permanently when did that, gone. That just happened recently. No, that that was like a, a year ago during the pandemic. I'm trying to figure out if they have the same owner now or like who owns Barracuda. Like, is it the same owner that turned it into a comedy club, or did they just decide to make the transition to the oh, comedy, it's a comedy club? club? Oh, I. I saw that yeah. not too long ago. I saw somebody having a special there. Is that that's not Joe Rogan's club, is it? No, so that's, that's what, what I thought, yeah, but apparently we that's misinformation. Like Joe Rogan was looking to buy a club, but I guess that's not his club. So it's like I have no idea. So that's what I'm trying to figure helped, out here. He helped bring Cap City back because Cap City. That's what down. I was thinking. Because mm-hmm. like, and he helped put money to for them to move to the domain. Okay. Oh, that yeah, place that used to be off 183? 183 forever. I figured he would just get his hands into there because it's like, it's the oldest awesome one probably at least. I mean, the one, that's the only place I've gone oh, to is. see, like paid to see stand up. Yeah, that's, that's where everybody is. Yeah. It's like the 80s or something. And I'm sure he's probably been through there once or, you know, oh, sure. a lot of the comics he's had on have been through there, but. Is this, is it closed? Because I, I pass by that every morning and it's it looks closed. like. Oh, really? The domain they have. Yeah, interesting. I, I haven't been to the new one, but I know it's at the domain. Hmm. Okay, so here's the story of the creek and the cave. Uh, is that what it's called? Yeah, that's what it is now. About, I can't remember who went what, there. Was it me? I think... She- the Creek in the Cave existed for 14 years in New York City until the pandemic made it impossible to continue instrumental and con- blah, 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 careers. Occupy space that was formerly Barracuda, 611 East 7th Street, provide a menu. Was Trent this a while promises. ago, though? Yeah, this was... Year ago, yeah, this was okay. prob. Th- this was after Barracuda closed, but I feel like it was made clear from the get go that it was quickly mm-hmm. going to turn into a comedy club. Like I can't, I, I can't imagine a spot right there would stay on the market for very long. I feel yeah. like the news was pretty quick. I figured Joe Rogan would get his own like he can have the pick Joe's. of the litter of any building in the fucking city, and then Rogan's, yeah, and then like just build his own place anywhere he wanted. I think like he's, a- yeah, he's he wants to do it on his own land, from what I've heard. Oh really? Like he wants to swear out in Westlake somewhere. Good luck getting people to yeah. drive out there. Yeah. <laughs> let's get a, let's, I, I think let's, people. Let's will. look at Joe people Rogan's house. So I guess since y'all are on, usually I won't introduce if it's just us. But so, so we have Ethan, right? Mm-hmm. And you're in abstract atmosphere. Right? Or, no, no, I wasn't. I wasn't in abstract atmosphere. Uh, no. That was their band back after Aristotle. Day. After Aristotle. Okay. Yeah. Two A's. Oh, wow. Two. I, I just. I just <laughs> know. A's, Steven, yeah. Steven's actually brought that up before. Oh really? Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, did I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were like A A. You know, like the the the. I, I think you pointed out our symbol looked kind of like the abstract atmosphere Dang. symbol from back in the day. Oh, nice. It's also uh, the uh, Air Force. The symbol was a double A. Mm. Oh dang! Nice. Yeah. I remember when we came up with the little insignia. Long time ago. Remember that patch I had, the little double A? I feel like I probably saw it like somewhere, Maybe. like something y'all were doing. You got to hinge the success of the band on how cool the logo is, and yeah. it's a pretty cool. <laughs> no, it's a good logo. You know, I think I feel that if uh, no no idea is truly original, I feel if it's a good idea. Someone's thought it before too. Yeah, kind of thing. Yeah. You know, it's just the first person like really hop on it and capitalized on it, kind of thing. Great yeah. artist still. Yeah, it was that Oscar Wilde. Yeah, he Maybe, so, something about smart people creating genius is steel kind of thing like look at LC, right. look at lcd sound system they stole like liberally james murphy stole liberally from all great music and managed to like recreate more great music mm-hmm. with that kind of 
uh, aesthetic. Yeah, I never, I never really got into them. Honestly, ah, no? oh, they're so good. But I saw them live, and that was it's definitely a different experience. Like live was like you know the songs were like doubled. A lot of them just like extended. Oh, yeah, you know? they, they just jam on it. Yeah. For, they got like fourteen people in the band. I think that's yeah. a major draw for me. Is, I saw uh, them at ACL. I remember that. that was they, they had a show last night on Twitch. Yeah, they, they they were supposed to. I didn't watch. Oh, they it. didn't. Yeah, I didn't either. I was... So they they got dropped from their Madison Square uh, Garden dates recently because mm-hmm. uh, because originally they went on the Twitter uh, whatever and. Uh, said oh despite the fact COVID 19 is starting to rage again we're gonna play these shows no matter what because we, we believe in rock and roll pretty much good for you then they then they canceled it immediately as soon as i'm sure that people threw a backlash on them and like we changed our minds did somebody get a runny nose someone got a runny yeah. nose several people got runny noses are you in, are you in any other bands uh Right now, I'm playing in Uke with Steven and Casey. Uh, I have a project called Hamarsha that was doing shows, but has recently shut down from doing shows, and just kind of the future is undecided with that. Yeah. Um, and aside from that, uh, not really. I played trombone with another band uh, the other night, but that was more like a Dang. one-off thing. But. I did trombone in high school. Oh, trombone's the best, man. It's I'm, so easy yeah. to play. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, yes. like, you got the trumpet where the mouthpiece is like, this yeah. thin and so like the embouchure feels kind of like your head's about to fucking explode <laughs> yeah. when you play the high notes but trombone's got a big mouthpiece and if you've got a good ear for pitch which i've heard you sing before so mm-hmm. it's like like i know you got a great ear for pitch yeah. and it's sort of like the same thing with the trombone like you can do vibrato or mm-hmm. like you can slide it down i know that like the trombone's supposed to be kind of a goofy lanky instrument but i always thought it was kind of like the frank sinatra or the dean martin of instruments it's like, very vocal because you can do um What's it called? You know, glides. It's like a human mm-hmm. voice. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Glissando. Yeah, you can go in between. You can do all those micro Easy to yeah. adjust. Yeah. And yeah. if you fuck up, you just yeah, well, <laughs> wait, figure it out. We're all musicians here. We all know that if you hit the wrong note, the right note's not far from yeah. it. Like, because play, <laughs> play, play, playing with pitch is all about like sort of like like sort of approximating mm-hmm. you know like that's why you run your scales that's why you do your arpeggio exercises that's why you run your shit because you're a lot more likely to more intuitively approximate on the top yeah. of your head i think that's what creating is is quick approximations yeah i've, I've um, come up with some good stuff with scales but i've come up with some good stuff just like playing the wrong note like in spaceship there's like some this one part where like i fucking hit the wrong note I was like, oh, it kind of feels like Nine Inch Nails. It's like it's like a little distance. It's like, <laughs> nah, 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 nah. Yeah. Oh, is that the part that fucks me up when it's off time? No, nah, that's the part before that. Oh, yeah. Okay. What do they call those chords in heavy metal music that are just like, like just like five, six, seven, like on three different strings, like, oh. like just dissonance. Yeah, I don't know. You know the, like de- tritone chords or something. Yeah, like something that. like that. I heard them called horror chords by someone. Yeah, some <laughs> I love some horror chords. They don't make any sense, yeah. but it just sounds so gnarly to have so much ugly sounds together. Tony Iommi chords. <laughs> oh God, Tony Iommi is so great. We also have Steven. Yes, from hello. the band formerly known as Abstract Atmosphere with Casey. Yeah, yeah. And Jeremy was in that with y'all, right? Yeah, Jeremy was in with us back in the day when we were youngins. Yeah. <laughs> now we've got a new project going, Uke, as Ethan said. Um, it's still a... Uh, I saw a clip y'all put on like Instagram or something for some Volta vibes, you know? Yeah. That's like kind of like fluttering and chaos, and then it kind of came into like some form, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think we're we're going for more of like a psych punk feel, but yeah. I mean, the Volt is a huge influence on 
on all of us really but yeah yeah i mean so you're gonna hear a little bit of that probably yeah definitely it's still a a little infant though it's a fetus in the womb of all of our bellies yeah <laughs> yeah yeah i'm not a, i'm not as punk as you guys probably want in a drummer because i feel like i'm more like classic rock oriented and just like definitely psych psychedelic prog rock i don't know but it, it's been working out so far i guess so it's about what everyone brings to the table. Yeah, you know, it, it, it's good to have like a um, like a sounded mind and everything. But I think it's the individual musicians that really make up a band too. You know, uh, it's a lot of fun first and foremost. I think so. I think that's a good thing. Yeah, it's it's the fun that's important. You know, it, is it interesting? You know, are are we passionate about it? Is it fun to play? You know, it's a lot of fun to play. Yeah, I'm having fun. Yeah, because you're saying y'all getting a nice little number number of songs together. Yeah, we got about five right now. That's it. Yeah, Dang. five, right? Well, six with that cool uh, metal one, but that that one's still very much not even in the oven yet. Like, we're still making up the the, the dough on that one before we're popping it in. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah we got about five songs. At it's this in point. the works. We're hoping to be somewhat ready by, like, mid, mid-year, early Next mid-year. Next year, yeah, do some shows. Yeah, oh, yeah. Hopefully. Yeah, that'd be sick. Play a little come and take it thing. Yeah, yeah. come and yeah. take it would be tight. Get after Aerosol on there, fucking double do, double shifts. Yeah, yeah. No, no crazy <laughs> shifts. Yeah. Nope. I'll just come in playing in one band. And be like, <laughs> <laughs> we'll both be like so tired afterwards. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, throw throw that to the list of uh, come and take it shows that after Aristotle's got coming up here. Yeah, you got some stuff coming up. Yeah, um, I don't know if it's uh, actually I probably shouldn't say yet, but Kara was talking to uh, some bands that are supposed to be oh, coming nice. through for January, but we actually uh, know a few people in the few different bands, so we may have something uh, later in January. Yeah. But I probably shouldn't say anything because it's not like hundred yeah. percent confirmed that, yet. That come and take it show looked pretty solid. I saw some clips oh, and stuff. Was uh, able to make it out, but I, I know we played together at that one that one point, right? Yeah, no. Show. So that, that was, was August, that was our show back when we played with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that was our first show back. What about y'all? Like, had you been, d- done any shows since the pandemic, or was yeah, that? Yeah, so we had done two in twenty nineteen at Come and Take It, mm-hmm. and that was like. That's probably the best venue I've ever played at. Just like because yeah. the size, the scale, the three stories, the they have sound, a great sound system. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah, the stage. Yeah, everything's set up. The uh, lights. Dice in there. Really big pit. There's more room back there. They got that second story, like you said. You know, room for merch too. Like yeah. it's a very professional setup venue. Yeah. I feel like House of Rock was a kind of a good middle point. Yeah, know? House of Rock was fun. That was decent. It was in Corpus. But yeah, Corpus, huh? Yeah, actually, no. I've that heard was of, my first road trip. I've heard of House of sure. Rock before. A uh, coworker of mine, I think, went to school out in that area. It's a little pizza joint next to it. Yeah, but they they, they like fucking rock oh, out man. there. You know, I've never played there, but I've heard about this it. Pizza sounds so <laughs> fucking good right now, dude. Re- <laughs> just have to rebuild it every year. What? Like none of the buildings last in Corpus. <laughs> every yeah. time, I, every yeah. year I go back, I'm like, oh, that bar that I really liked isn't there anymore. Yeah, it was kind of like that. It was, it was very, uh, you know, to put it kindly, a historic district. You know? Yeah. <laughs> like, well, if there's a hurricane, everything's everything's uh, yeah. It's true. Like, yeah. Everything gets ripped down. Probably not as bad as Louisiana. You know, being all under the sea level. <laughs> no, we yeah. did kind of a mini doc documentary kind of thing on our YouTube. Filming some stuff. Yeah, that was cool. Should do more of that. Yeah. You just need, like, you know... I feel like that sort of stuff would be so much easier if, like, you're at the level where you can just hire a camera guy to do it. 
<laughs> and you're, you know, because we're all fucking like, where do we go? You know, it's yeah. like trying to figure out where the fuck the venue is. It's like, I don't have time to fucking get my camera out. Oh, my God. Yeah, also, yeah, yeah. I feel always self-conscious about just pulling my phone out. It's like, okay, let's do something now. But, you know. Yeah, I mean, if, it feels like natural. Yeah. You know what? But I, I, I think that that's sort of a necessary thing. Uh, it, oh, no, it, it totally those is. Those great social... I, I find that a lot of the time that I'm the one who's like, no, I don't want to do that kind of stuff. Like, that seems really lame. But it's yeah. like, in retrospect, you look back on the picture and you get a fond memory out of it. And and uh, it's cool, not just for you, but the people watching you. Yeah, too. no, our old account, I had looked at some stuff and I was like, man, I wish I just didn't have two accounts because it was nice like going back and seeing like when we went to San Antonio and did some acoustic shit, oh, yeah. like in a little yeah. cafe. It's just kind of cool going back and... You know, yeah. I think it helps when you edit everything too. You get a little less self-conscious about <laughs> filming. You know what? You 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 film like thirty videos, all right, and then just take like two seconds from each of those video, and yeah. what you do is you make a montage. That's a hell of a it's yeah. a hell of a clip yeah. though for two second albums. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's what we did. It's a hell of a cutting. Uh, we did something like that when uh, Hamarsha went to Colorado. I think we ended up not posting it or anything like that, but we at least Hamarsha. Yeah, like. Uh, my other project that's uh, currently on sort of semi hiatus. No, 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 no. no. It's <laughs> I was the, like, it's a cool name. One of the groups that I <laughs> that may or may not be playing in at this point. Oh, okay. Yeah, no. But uh, we went on tour up He's to Colorado. He's also the band leader. So. Yeah, I'm also the <laughs> He band. has the choice. I, <laughs> the choice I, is in his hands. <laughs> the, I, the choice is in my hands. I'm just kind of figuring out what I want to do with it. You know, it's a, it, it's a thing that is changing. And, you know, I'm just kind of changing along with it. Yeah, it's it's very uh, mentally time consuming being like a band leader. Yeah, it is, you know, and uh, it's just so funny because like it, it's a different kind of mentality. You know, when I'm playing with a band and I'm just kind of playing in the band like someone else is doing the kind of more of the push of the songwriting yeah. or the majority of the songwriting and I'm there as there as assist to their mm-hmm. art and their dream i'm so much more laid back yeah you know, and i'm just willing to go with the flow and have fun and do anything and listen but when it comes to you know a band where i'm the leader in i'm such a fucking hard ass yeah it's and, a little more pressure it's more pressure yeah you know? and he can relate yeah. we were helping out our, our friend nick schwartz he's played live with us sometimes but casey's yeah. done some drums with him i think but, i did i think i did one studio yeah, but I mean, it's it's fun just like going in, and even when we played live, it was cool. I was like, okay, let's fucking take off the guitar. It's like felt very weird. I did not like it, you know. <laughs> just like you know, singing up there, but it, it was cool just to kind of be able to, yeah, just kind of like go with the flow. You're going, you're along for the ride, but you know, you're still giving your voice, your style, your mm. energy into mm-hmm. it. Yeah. And that's what makes it a little bit more fun because you are able to put more of the energy of, uh, performance and passion into it not be so worried with the unity of the yeah. finished product the overall like you're not critiquing every single thing like you need to be doing this or you need to be doing this or you need to be doing this kind of thing are you the main vocalist in Hamarsha? in Hamarsha, yes i am no vocalist uh piano guitar songwriting and stuff like oh, that yeah. yeah that's full-time that's full-time and i just don't have fun with it performing oh, with really? it no uh I feel like I'm tied to the microphone and playing guitar at the same time. I'm not allowed to move like I do in After Aristotle. Y'all have seen me play. I fucking, yeah. I move, I groove. <laughs> I just, I'm there to rock and roll, dude. I like right. the guitar throwing a lot. Oh, dude. I, I was going to ask. I was like, was that, was that you that did, did yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did that at a, I've, started, um, I've started doing it at every show, man. Spire House, I think you did that there, too. Uh, I don't think I did at Spire yeah. House because the ceiling's oh, okay. like much lower. Yeah, I think cup, you maybe just like, cup, give dude, it a little toss or something. Cup, cup, 
come and take it, you can just yeah. fucking toss. <laughs> yeah. You can just fucking throw yeah, it. Throw like, it like I did not worry about it. Like, if it falls into the crowd, someone will catch it. And if they don't, they're assholes. Yeah. <laughs> I really enjoyed that Spider House show. That was really good. That was a good show. But I can't do that in a band where I'm trying to do everything. Yeah. You know, and, uh, and I think it would just be much better served as more of a studio project, you know, and uh, focusing. Do you have a lot of pedals with your guitar? Uh, with my guitar rig, I do. And, you know, I use the same rig for my bass, and in both cases of them, I need to take some fucking pedals off like my board. Like 10 double digits? More than that. Like, wow. <laughs> well, You're up there of, too, right? Yeah. A, lot of, a lot of his 20. stuff is, are like utility. Yeah, utility, utility pedals. pedals. I like having the option of a pedal board in front of me where if we're jamming and, like, exploring, that I can just kind of do whatever the fuck I want. But when you're playing a rehearsed song on stage, that isn't necessary yeah. to have absolutely everything you might need and maybe just the stuff that so you will, need. So will you modulate it sometimes, like depending on... Eh, your... I hate pulling them off, yeah. but I have, bitch. I have to start doing that. Yeah. You know, or, or pay for the same pedals on different yeah. boards, which would be stupid. You know, so you have like a lot of like what, like a... Like some boosts and noise gates, stuff like that, or what, like uh, buffers or... No, no, but I, well, I we a, got buffers. Yeah, yeah buffers. Empress built in. Yeah, yeah, just for the the in and out. Which Empress do you have? Uh, it's the. Uh, it's just the just base. No, steer. no button buffer. The, uh, oh, okay. Yeah, nice. the I/O buffer. Yeah, I have no idea what it's. Do they make a pitch tremolo? Me. Do you know? No, I'm thinking of something. I also have an they Empress. Might, yeah, fuzz. they they have a really advanced tremolo pedal. I've never used it, but I've do seen they it do they have one where it's like a compressor that you can side chain into it? Yeah. Okay, that is a company. That's one of their newest ones. I, yeah. I think yeah, they came the, out with that bass compressor. I think Tam and Paula uses a lot of that. Like mm -hmm. they use that for the synth whenever the kick hits, it'll kind of dip the synth down. Mm -hmm. And then I think for his tremolo, he has that Empress to kind of give it that fucking kind of warbly in and yeah. out out of tune. I'm kind of obsessed with Tam and Paula right now. Oh, Damon Paul is great, man. Yeah, I was working on some covers actually before this. Which one again? Rally Motion? No, that one's not going to be ready for a while. I'm doing Because I'm a Man and Disciples. And those are together, right? Yeah. Nice. Those are back to back. Nice, yeah. Maybe we do that tomorrow. Yeah, I want to do them in the same video. So instead of just having two videos, yeah. I'm going to be the last one of the year. Yeah, it's been nice doing doing the drum covers with him. I feel like it's a little less pressure than like. Like okay, this is like what we're gonna put on Spotify. We still get a good sound, but it's nice. Just every time, it's like I'm starting not to think about where to put the snare mic. In. Yeah, it's got a lot, a lot easier. I feel like to get a decent sound for the drums. Yeah, we can it's do it get better. You can do it really fast now. Have y'all done any recording stuff? Like just at home stuff? Yeah. Yeah, just at home stuff. Uh, we got pretty good sound with the initial demos that we did. Uh, just like uh, setting up mics and the amps in one room, but like putting soundproofing around them and nice. stuff like that. Nothing studio quality, and then yeah, just basic SM57 to the amp. Sometimes that's all you need. Yeah, though. I mean, you know, I, like yeah, SM57 like, all day long. You can maybe. get far with that. Like yeah. as long as you have a good tone, your mic placement is good. It's capturing it right. Well, you also need to have a good room for it too. I, I I think that it's pointless to get a really expensive microphone if you're still just recording in your living room or something like that because you're gonna get the sound of that room with that microphone. Well, what's what I found good about uh, doing the guitar though is that I would. I would blast it at the right volume to where it really wouldn't pick up reflections too much. It wasn't too bad. And I would open that up, open that up to kind of capture some of it, put it in that corner as an angle. Mm -hmm. And it sounded pretty nice, you know, just because, I mean, when you're fucking up in that grill at the 57, 
when when you uh yeah, I was gonna ask like how many microphones did you put on it too? Like, are you a fan of just like putting like on the speakers, or did you have some like set away from it? So I I did three. I did a fifty seven just to go you know classic. I did a M one sixty, which is a double ribbon mic by Bear Dynamic. Have you ever seen those? Really small, really nice. I don't know if I have, but I know Bear Dynamic. Yeah, we we skinny. Yeah, we we used that on. Um, well, when we were recording at Estuary, that's when I first heard it, and I was like, "Fuck, it's so creamy." Is that like the like overhead the mics? No, no, it's it's uh, it just cuts off the highs. It's like very muffled, really. But that's why you fucking put it in the center of the cone. You just like mm-hmm. try to brighten the fuck out of it, and it still has like a very mid heavy uh, tone. And then you mix that with the fifty seven, and then I had done. Uh, I had done just those two, but then for another one, I used a condenser, small diaphragm, about maybe a foot back, and that kind of got a little bit of the room. I was going for like, like kind of like a Beatles sound, you know? It's like not too heavy on the distortion, some nice little uh, small room tone. Uh, but yeah, that's that's about it. Next, oh, that sounds full as fuck, man. Y'all's recording sounded really good. Yeah, I think yeah, we I did all the guitar here for the last two songs we put out, but now we're moving on to bass and that's where i'm kind of like having some trouble because i i've never done bass before I've, i mean i've been doing it but you know i'll use that guy maybe like a 57 or something but I, mm-hmm. how do y'all record bass you usually just fucking throw it in the middle of the speaker i, I play and and other people do mic stuff <laughs> oh, no, yeah, yeah. I, uh, I know basic stuff about recording this is the guy that records i mean I, I i only know a little bit more than basic stuff myself like uh I, I have some education with it but i don't hold a degree or anything like that so i'm not gonna even begin to act like i know what i'm doing yeah you know <laughs> but uh you know I, I know enough about microphones and how to put them on stuff with the bass guitar i like to put an sm57 up to it and then record like a direct inline on okay it because so you that, have that unfiltered yeah i mean i try and re- record a direct inline on a lot of things that's a lot harder with uke's music because so much of it is processed well it, it is so much of what steven is doing and what steven is controlling and it would take a lot of time to try and recreate that with mm-hmm. the bass guitar tone like <laughs> i think it would just be so much easier to record it right the first time oh okay. kind of thing. oh yeah. oh i oh i see like for a reamping hundred, a reamping yeah, sense. yeah yeah okay. yeah you know, and, and you know because you can record like a bass signal to go in and i think it's good to sort of blend that with the original yeah that's signal. nice too yeah they have just like the lows you don't want to just kind of like lean 100 percent into process sound or lean 100 percent in acoustic sound if you don't have a really nice studio and like a really nice setup yeah and like really nice microphones on top of everything else it's sort of a way to cheat it mm-hmm. a little bit like kind of amp it up a little bit give it a little bit more of that b for studio sound you know so that's what I do with the bass at the very least, because nice. like I can get the organic performance, but also if I can get like a cleaner sound, mm-hmm. but still like super heavy while I'm running it in, uh, I'm gonna try and go with that instead. Because I got this cool thing, uh, what's it? Native Instruments uh, has Guitar Rig Six, and there's okay. some cool settings on there. Like I I, I use uh, uh, what's it? Uh, dude from Deaf Heaven. I don't know what his name is, but like there's like Deaf Heaven settings, so it's just Damn. kind of fun making like. Like an amp synth card? Yeah, but oh, it's nice. like built-in effects and everything. Oh, like nice. That. It fucking eats my CPU, though. So it's like <laughs> I can't do it while I'm playing. I can only do it while I'm mixing. What kind of so, CPU do you have? I have no idea. Oh, really? <laughs> Jared built the computer for me. Is it Intel or AMD? I have no idea. Yeah. Jared built the computer for me. I'd have to talk to him about <laughs> it. <laughs> well, I mean, that's that's cool. Y'all doing on recording stuff. Like, that's what we're doing. Like, I didn't go to school for it either. Like, I'm very attentive at the studio. Like, 
bugging the shit out of them, you know? Like, I'm getting my fucking $50 an hour worth. <laughs> like, you know, getting educated. And then YouTube videos, and yeah, like trial and error. But I think at the end of the day... YouTube and trial and error. Yeah. I, I think that's like the majority of it. And use your ear. Which, like, you can you can easily overcompensate with the technical instead of just being like, okay, does this sound like shit or not? You know, it's like, yeah. oh. Well, unfortunately, I don't have the ear for mixing. Like, mm -hmm. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll do the recording all day long. Like, yeah, I, it's, I actually, it's weird to that's do so, that. Yeah. It's so difficult, dude. I, I feel like I have too much hearing loss to do that. Yeah. Like, I feel like there are frequencies I can't hear. Oh, right on. My drummer in uh, After Aristotle Zach was criticizing my distortion tone, and he was like, I don't think you can hear it because, no offense, like, you're starting to go deaf. I'm like, yeah, none taken, I know. <laughs> I'm glad you wear earplugs. <laughs> yeah. Like, dude, if I, if I lose my hearing, I would be very depressed. Yeah, you just got to keep going louder and louder. That first time we played together, I lost my hearing for like a week temporarily and it freaked me out a little bit. Oh, it sucks is because the house echoes. Like I've tried to put up stuff. I need to put up actual sound. Yeah, probably when that bass there. speaker blew. Yeah, I think that it's definitely bass is what damages your, your ears. I'm for sorry, sure. Casey. That was probably me. It was, no, it, was loud. No, it was loud the first few times. I like making the bass go boom. I was like, man, I did this for like, 10 years with abstract atmosphere i'm sure it'll be fine and then we never had amps that got that loud yeah <laughs> what do you have like a eight by ten or something oh i wish i i i wish i had it like it's an like MPEG a, but then it's like a behringer 350 so you're, you're doing bass yeah i'm doing yeah. bass so it's a it's a behringer cab uh like just four speakers four uh, close back and it's a backline backline yeah backline head backline 100 the wattage or something on like it, that yeah I think Probably it's like, like 300. Yes, it's really dude. Like and and the thing is, I was like, we got that used. It was only like 150 Damn. bucks. It's still, it was still, it's a I good. I feel like it's head. at the end of its life. Though. Yeah, that's it. It, it <laughs> it's it did its job for 10 years. I'm looking to get rid of this fucking guy because Mark I, bass. Yeah, I, I, I like. Oh, that's cool. So I my old bases had a little Mark, and those were those are really nice. And he had the four by ten, so he like stopped playing for a while. So I bought his four by ten, and he had sold a little Mark. But I was uh, looking online and I was reading about one of like the third to last news albums and they were like using this. I was like, okay, let's fucking try it out. Little did I realize it's an 800 watt meant for like two eight by 10 cabs. So I can like barely fucking turn it up and it's like, oh yeah. <laughs> anything, like anything rack mounted is usually like high powered shit. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's discontinued. So hopefully somebody out there will. Is that the setup you use? Is that the setup you use for Infuge? Yeah, yeah, this is this is this is the whole rig for the live control center. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I mean, we have Yeah, I saw that. We have Ableton running um, Hey, Ableton. Yeah, Ableton's running all the MIDI effects, running all the presets on this. Uh, so you can do program and like CC stuff to change values of like, you know, the wet, the delay, feedback amount. And then we have two HX stomps down there. It's like an Axe Effects in a box now. It's yeah. like really badass. Amp, amp effects, Amp Modeler. Yeah, IR. You can you know buy third party ones, put them in there. Uh, this is kind of like running all our shit to record it into Logic. Our last couple shows, we've been able to mix everything with stems because the bass hits these DI boxes down here. No mics needed, but then it kind of jumps back over to here. So we're getting bass DI, guitar DI vocals di and then i'll put a crunch mic next to casey a 57 right next to his knee so you're getting the snare and then a little bit of the kick yeah he puts it like right under the ride symbol kind of so it's a nice yeah. little but i mean like that compared to fucking just like a zoom mic that i used to use or even if you can get the mix from the sound guy which 
I got it one time, and then like the rest of the time, he was like, "This is the wrong formatting." And I was like, "Fuck, let me try this one next time." Yeah. And I was like, "God, this is the formatting I gave you last time." But don't you guys miss the days of just like <laughs> you'll plug your guitar into the amp and yeah. like? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> now we have to like stem files for the fucking performances yeah. and shit like that. But but that's where I'm kind of uh, envious of the, of the setup y'all have because y'all aren't using click tracks. I mean, y'all are just. Yeah. Feeling, feeling the vibe we're, of it. We're starting to get a little bit more into that, though. You know, like uh, more person. Like a, a, as I've gone through the years, I've seen the importance of playing to a click and like you know, like putting it all on a grid and shit. You know, like yeah. especially in the recording process, because you can at the very least quantize that shit and go through and mm-hmm. sort of like, dude, it makes it so easy to just like split parts together out of jams too. Like mm-hmm. you, like if you got properly set up microphones and like you know, like some you know clean channels running through, so you can fuck with it later. Mm-hmm. Like you can take a jam, then piece it together, and like yeah. I think you know, the, and the tappy song. Like as soon as we started counting that, it's like where the parts come in at this part, it got so much cleaner and like solid sounding. I think. Yeah. Well, the problem is that we're not just doing like straight four four the whole time or straight three four the whole time. We have a yeah. lot of little changes and a lot yeah, of. It definitely helps when you're like building it and, and first learning it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's a it, it's not a uh, song structure that I'm as used to, and then trying to map that out in yeah. something instead of just being like, eh, it's four four. Yeah. So, so the click we three, use for Infuge, like that I usually, it's like a double time click, right? Yeah, it's like yeah, it has the and in there, so it's like doo, 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 right. Because Ethan gave me like a click, it was just like a standard like no, I, I, just I, I was just four, I, four three four. Yeah. yeah, and I couldn't I couldn't play to it. It was like it felt it was making everything slow. So <laughs> yeah. no, but but spoiled. no, no, no. So he's like, could you double that? I'm like, well, what if I just set to like eighth notes? And it was like I was like, I'm sorry, like you know, like, <laughs> but that was kind of crucial. Like kind of setting it to something that uh, you as a drummer better digest, you know, because and I guess that makes more sense. The more you can feel the beat, the easier it is to follow. It's a faster. There's, there's so many notes in that song also. So yeah. I feel like with just the straight, the straight click without the and, it's just there's so much left. Yeah. Have you listened to the song we're talking about, that uh, Tabby song? No. Is it uh, somewhere listenable? On the I internet? think so. Uh, no. It's on. It's on my Google Drive. I don't oh, know cool. if we're uh, pull that up, but it's still good stuff. You know. Uh, Shoot him to later. I like to hear it. No, I'll send it to you, man. I'll send it to you later. Um, but that must be fun too. It's like creating the sounds while you're doing the song too. Because yeah. me, it's like I'm trying to play here in a fucking double press for the menu fucking you know it's like having to do all these weird like you know buttons to even just get to the different effects well, it must be a, nice. i've got a little bit yeah. of midi but it's just a midi controller for pedals yeah. all, all it does is control like presets dude and, if yeah. you get a laptop we could go down the rabbit hole of putting ableton in with your pedals and, like having your pedals like modulate further through like laptop and shit like that or like through keyboards and stuff because so you know cool. you can set up like midi capable keyboards like with that and shit of oh, yeah, yeah. and <laughs> infinite mistakes no, yeah. oh yeah it's a that's on stage <laughs> i have one preset where i've modulated the whammy for me to just go wee, wee, wee. oh dude nice. okay so i have the perfect endorsement and selling point for whammy bell what's the name of your podcast nick Fugue Talk. Fugue Talk. Okay, guys, if you want an endorsement from Fugue Talk, here it is. <laughs> All right. Sorry, I don't know if I should be speaking <laughs> as Fugue it. Talk, but if it gets you an endorsement from Digitech, I think it's a good thing. All right. Do you that. guys like fun? All oh, right, yeah. then have I got the pedal for you? It's the Whammy pedal. 
All right, that pedal's the most fucking fun that you can have with a guitar because you could just take sounds and go like, yeah. you can just play one note. <laughs> you can just play one yeah. note and just like modulate and it rhythmically, yeah. and whether you're going up or down, and you can just lose yourself for hours. There's a reason why Tom Morello was able to make an entire fucking career out of that yeah. one. It's mean, just so much fucking fun to play, dude. Yeah, and all the different things when I mean, you have one up. You know, two up, one down, two down. The dive bomb, the mm -hmm. harmonics, or the uh, the, the har harmony. The, shit. Har the harmonics are so weird, but they're also like some of the most fun. Well, that's it's more unexpected. Uh, like on this, there's two modes for pitch. It's accurate or like something, and that's it's trying to mimic that digi Digitech uh, whammy sound because the tracking on it. Yeah, because that's how you get noises like a fucking subterranean. Alien, is that the Radiohead song? Uh, Subterranean yeah. Hope Sick Alien. Yeah. yeah, yeah, like that's that's whammy right there, and all that fucking cracking up and nastiness. That's yeah, the tracking is bad that's tracking. Cool, man. To, to a drummer, that's just like magic. It's like we just you don't even pay like attention. He's like got a phase effect <laughs> on pitch that shift riff too. Let's get a pitch shifter on your hi hat. Hey man, yeah. whatever you want to do. Yeah. <laughs> well, Pitch so, it up like two, two well, octaves. Well, actually, what no, what would be a cool experiment would be experimenting. Like I have drum triggers, but the problem is that we have some form of laptop rig, which I don't know if either of y'all have a laptop that could run that shit. Well, that Red Panda reverb I have is supposedly really good for drums. That's like a studio pedal. That's why I took it off my board. Like I'm, I'm trying to narrow my shit down to where like, you know, because you have like studio pedals and then pedals you want to like play yeah. live with yeah. you know and at first i was just like let me let me put every pedal i have on my board but then it's just like way too much yeah you're not you're not even using a couple for sure yeah, yeah. that yeah. nemesis man that nemesis is too much for a board I'm still yeah i'm still taking taking boy? things away the nemesis yeah, yeah it's like it's a, a big, big robust delay pedal it's got like you know 12 like bigger than a strymon not size wise, but like in power, like what it can do. Oh, it's, okay. it's like a. I, I think crazy, that when it, no, crazy pedal. no, no, let me rephrase that. When all said and done, it's bigger than Strymon because you're going to hook up a MIDI controller to it and you're going to hook up an expression pedal oh, to it at some point if you really want to get everything you can get out of there. Because with the Nemesis, you can only, like at its base, you can only assign five effects on it or five presets on it. You can go through and like change it Is by it hand. Is it multi effects? It's a. It's a it's, it's a, a delay del pedal, but it does a lot. Who, like, who it, makes it? This sounds very familiar. Uh, Source Audio. Source Audio, yeah. yeah. No, it's a delay pedal that you can use to make anything. Does, like, it does pitch shifting. It does. Because well, pitch shifting, chorus, flanger, uh, even tremolo, vibrato, like this is all a matter of like shifting time yeah. whether you're shifting the tone over time or the repetition of the tone over time so you can use that to change pitch you can use that yeah. to because you know like when you turn up the delay and turn it down it makes like so it's almost like new effects that you can't really get out of like well like what's the setting on there that's the helix it's like a delay yeah and they pitch have shift. they have like two proprietary effects built Double into helix. it like is there anything else out there like this Oh yeah, really? yeah. But this, you can do this, it all with a computer. This, this pedal's yeah. whole thing is uh, its editability. Like uh, you can, you know, it has a, a desktop app that you can plug it into and and really mm. tweak like every little individual piece of the effect, make Damn. your own effects. You can upload them to a database where other users can like download them and put them onto your. And there's a lot pedals. of You know the FCP remix from uh, Fall of Troy. Mm -hmm. you, th that setting is it's the same <laughs> delay. It, oh, it's so good. Uh, <laughs> and if you got if you have a MIDI controller like the one I have, the Disaster Area MIDI controller, you can turn it from four built-in presets to 128. Damn. So. 
I mean, at that point, it's like never ending delays. Yeah. Like, I, I would never need more yeah. than like 10, maybe. Yeah. You know? Damn. It, it's, like, it's, a, it's a real world feedback loop. Yeah. No, that's, okay. that's so poetic. Yeah. That's cool. That never ending delays. So it could like go off into the universe it forever. Just, it, it could. You know, it's just a lot to have on your board. I guess, I, I mean, because it almost feels like you just want to set up the presets on something like that. And I don't think I can just think in that thing and thinking in terms of presets instead of painting it in real time. Does that does that make yeah. sense? You know, like where you can kind of just kind of change it to your liking in front of you. That's mm -hmm. what I like about analog or uh, compartmentalized mm -hmm. effects. Like I don't want something that does everything. Yeah. That pedals you hook up to a computer or studio pedals. Well, well, even something like the Helix, which makes a lot of sense. Like I think that having everything in one pedal and I. I don't know about you guys, but I remember when I was younger, it's like if you had one of those uh, boss, like those red guitar-shaped pedal like <laughs> modelers, like that was stupid. Was and a pod? I, was it a pod? Is that what they called? Pod XT? I think it was Pod XT. That was a line something six. Like that. that was a line six? It was shaped like, a, shaped like a, a Salvador Dali egg? Yeah. And my first pedal was a uh, bass uh, modeler pedal from Digitech. You know, the little rectangle ones with the two pedals uh -huh. and the screen. And the... We all had a shitty multi-effects unit when we first started. I had the, the Zoom, <laughs> the Zoom 16. Oh, damn. Like the little uh, yeah. silver one. I know what you're talking about, yeah. Do you guys ever appreciate how much patience our parents had to uh, listen to us like practice and get good? Because I played so many Offspring songs Dang, just yeah. like with terrible <laughs> distortion out of like a little five watt. PV amp turned up. Dude, your parents are saints, man. <laughs> yeah, I remember I was in my yeah. old house yeah. out in uh, like almost Del Valley. Yeah, that's when I got my guitar, got like a little 12 inch uh, combo cab. Nice. And yeah, I just go into the garage and fucking crank that bitch. <laughs> fucking play plug in baby and fucking just get on some music. We were pretty lucky back in the early, like, you know, when we were youngsters. Yeah. We either had like, we, we would play literally in Casey's bedroom. <laughs> Like why his parents are just like, you know, Thanks. making dinner or some shit. Yeah, until they yeah. scream at us to stop, basically. Like, like, I'd argue your parents are the saints for having a drummer for a son. Like, because drummer are a big investment. They're loud. Yeah, They're dude. loud and, you know, it's like, you I know. they like beg them to buy buy me a kid. You got to wait for him because every kid takes some time to get good. Like, yeah, your parents had to listen to you get good. They had to listen to me get good a few times. Yeah. You know, like, oh, yeah. I, I picked up a lot of instruments. To my right. credit, I could play like a simple beat in like a couple weeks. So it that's still good, sucked man. really. It sucked ass but it was no but consistency know. is important as a drummer i for think sure. that's like the first thing you have to learn like if you can't play a simple beat for a, a while like what makes you think you could do complex beats for a right. while kind of thing you know? totally yeah. not that you don't try but you understand the point of consistency you know like i was the kid that before i had a drum kit i was telling people i'm a drummer so that's like something i wanted to do you know hell yeah, <laughs> yeah. why don't you change the subject here for a little bit let's talk about food hell yeah you think about food, huh? Yeah, You're 72, it's, it's, 71 hours? Is it 72 now? Why are you fasting right now, Nick? Health benefits, you know, uh, it boosts your immunity. Like once you get to day three, you go into autophagy. Autophagy? Faggy, I don't know. It's P-H-A-G-Y. Phagy, why? I don't know. It's like where your cells, <laughs> they kill, you kill off bad cells or some shit. Yeah, so like basically like you, you, your body starts to eat itself. But it's Ooh. eating all like the damaged cells, so... Um, mm -hmm. it'll eat, you know, like cancer so technically cells. Technically, you are eating. 
Yeah, eating myself. You could probably do that <laughs> from oh, wow. intermittent fasting. So, uh, autophage. Yeah, uh, there yeah, you go. Yeah, 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 autophage. Yeah. Oh, so, okay, that, I guess that kind of makes sense. Yeah. Isn't a phage like genophage? Or genophage is like something from Star Trek. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but, sounds like but phage sounds like something like uh, that 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 is uh, consuming or killing or something. Actually, like. yeah, the, the, I think it said, yeah, I think it's like a The phage was like a deadly disease in Star Trek uh, Voyager, actually. Damn. Yeah, the. Yeah, but yeah, cool. so it, it eats bad cells like uh, Parkinson's stuff, you know. So it's actually, you know, it's somewhat beneficial. At some point, you know, it's like probably not good, but can you get that from intermittent fasting, like daily? No, nah, I think you have to hit like you have to get into like a really intense starvation mode. Like once you're in ketosis, and then a little bit past that. Some David Goggins shit. Yeah. See, I only eat one meal a day Goggins. usually. Ooh. I don't, like nice. a, I don't eat until two. like nine. Oh, what? Usually, so I used like to do that intermittent. I used to do that, but fucking I went hard, dude. It's like 9 o'clock, having it all day. It's like... <laughs> David Goggins is a uh, psycho Navy SEAL motivational guy. Uh, he's like an athlete, dude. But he's like... He's, like, he's super like crazy about... F- he's a hard fitness. guy. Yeah, like, he's very yeah. hard. Like like like, men- like mentally hard. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when, when you're on deployment, you got to be eating leaves from the trees yeah, if yeah. you have to. Here's Essentially, how you make yeah. Tasty. Yeah. Like, that guy will motivate you though for sure. Well, didn't, didn't they like somebody throw him into water with his hands and feet tied and like? That's Navy SEALs training. Yeah. yeah. It's like damn, that's crazy. So that, that's no, part- that's some hard shit though. That's yeah. some really hard. That's, that's how you survive getting waterboarded. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that, well, that's part of it too though. Like for the mental. Uh, strength kind of building well that's the first thing that's with that's with quit quit, quitting addiction or quitting smoking or anything like that or or changing your life in general it's all up here yeah you know kind of thing and and, and the fortitude behind it plus it makes this shit hit harder you know i get you know i get more bang for the buck (laughs) that's great great. on the subject of of fasting i just wanted to say like it when you get off the fast that's you in a dangerous like area of like potentially binging too much mm-hmm. so you could rebound so you gotta like have a game plan to nah, not do that I, mean, I, don't, I don't really have a food food issue like you know I, i'm a very stable guy it's like you know like i would eat whatever and i would pretty much stay the same and now like i pretty much eat whatever stay the same so i feel like if i just it's knock pretty it simple it's just calories in calories out you either gotta like eat less or find a way to burn them off that's mm-hmm. literally all you gotta do yeah yeah i've been doing some more activities man i, I i'm getting into that paul walker fucking regimen yeah. <laughs> is he the one that died driving R- R- yeah but r.i.p yeah uh, like he, he had a good regimen yeah not paul rudd I always get it confused but yeah, I remember, oh god I, I, this is a world not living in if paul rudd's not here man. yeah I, I remember the longest time ago like when fucking fast freeze came out he was like yeah it's like i don't work out i just fucking go snowboarding and like fucking play basketball i was like hell yeah that's technically working so, out so paul, have you paul been Walker. playing basketball at snowboarding <laughs> no now, uh, I went uh, to the Pigeon Putt the other day, and I'll tell you. Are you from Austin? Uh, no, I've been living down here for the last 10 years. Are you f- up in Mesquite, f- with, where they're from? No, no, no. I'm from uh, Montana originally. Oh, damn. Yeah, yeah. Uh, also starts with an M, though. Also oh, yeah. starts with an M. My, my friends up there. Montana, yeah. Mesquite. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> dude, 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 conspiracy theory, like mapping together. <laughs> but, yeah. Synchronicity. Yeah, Weird. Country boy now. Country boy. I don't know how much longer Montana's going to be a country place. Uh, I mean, like Big, getting city, city. Eh, like it was so funny. Like last time I went back home from was, uh, my best friend's wedding, well, childhood best friend's wedding. Uh, I think this was this was pre-pandemic. I think it was 2019. So like, was that three years ago? Two years ago? Two, maybe three. No, actually, year. I think it was the year three, before yeah. that. It, it was 2018. It must have been three years ago. And I went back to the city of Billings, which is like the big city, but it was always kind of like just. 
you know, it's just mm-hmm. kind of still like a country idea of a big city and shit like that. You know, thirty-two thousand people, thirty-three thousand, but like there is uh, microbreweries at like Damn. you know, like Brooklyn Pizza Joints. That they took the old, uh, they took the old uh, bus station in the center center of downtown and turned it into like a rock and roll venue, but That's also got rid of like the metal venue at the yeah. same time. There was a winery, no, a cidery. Or something in downtown. I and mean, like, that's happening in Colorado too. Oh d- well, I mean, yeah. Like as soon the, as they like for a while, it, it's like it's already there. Call, like ca- 10, call, 20 years. Dude, I'll say this about Denver. Denver's been a rich city for a while. Mm-hmm. All right, like, but like as soon as Colorado legalized weed, like yeah. just everyone started moving there. That's almost yeah. a decade. That's like eight years in now. Holy shit! Yeah, it's, it's been a while. Yeah. Did they legalize it? Mm-hmm. Damn. Oh, when we went up there, it's it twenty fourteen, I believe. You, you you'd go into the dispensary and be like. You know, your average, like, Joe Schmo, like, engineer dad or, like, IT dad or something was, like, stopping by, like, you know, like, hey, Tim, how are you doing? I'll take, like, I'll take five of those uh, 80 gram, milligram uh, waffle cookies for the wife. And I'll, you know, like, yeah. you know what? South Park was absolutely right. Damn. Yeah, for, well, from, like, you know, like, uh, for, for, from a state getting one Whole Foods and, like, suddenly, like, you know, hipster culture and, yeah. like, modern culture. <laughs> That's thing. hilarious. So, also, like, when you go to Colorado. It's like integrity. Yeah, integrity <laughs> farms. I I need to, I need to watch that season. I haven't seen it, man. Like yeah, that. I watch and it like either. With the uh, make fun of Jeff Bezos. I haven't seen like a any of them. Shit. I saw some clips on YouTube of I saw, I, like I the post past the post COVID stuff or whatever. That was pretty good. Yeah, yeah. A lot of good COVID memes. They they have the second episode out, right? There's, I think so. Well, they're I heard they're making a movie or something. It, it, the it, newest it, one's out already. The movie? The, the newest episode. Oh, okay. So I saw the first episode in the COVID thing. Um, yeah. They, but they, they have another one out. Yeah. It's like where all the kids are growing up. No, I saw that one. Oh, okay. I'm talking I about like... Had, the, I thought they only had one. So know. they've had the one so far and I've seen that. And they apparently have a second one coming out. I have no idea when though. But I, or like if it's already come out though. Actually, let me double check that. Well, they, they did, they did one early on. It was like a parody was where like Randy and Mickey were like doing blow and and like <laughs> and they created COVID. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, they, they got like a ten film deal or something. It's supposed to be on Paramount. Like I, sure. I don't know if that's the parent uh, company for Comedy Central or if they just own the rights and they're sort of doing other dis- distributors now or something. But sure. uh, okay, so post COVID part two came out eight days ago. I still haven't seen okay. that one. The first one was pretty good though. Did the first one come out like a while ago? Uh, like actually, no, not that long ago. Like, like a month ago. Like a month ago. Yeah. I that's think weird. Them like uh, that far. South Park's going the Game of Thrones route. They're just going to release six hour long episodes well, and kill the series. Oh. <laughs> this long. isn't a full season, is it? It's a full season and episode length. The last one was like 45 minutes or an hour. It was an hour long? Something like that. Yeah. I, I can't. It was 45 minutes. It was an extended episode. Because yeah. you remember when they did Imagination Land, right? Yeah. Like they, th- those were pretty long. It was like a three-part series. Yeah, was I wasn't like, trying to talk about my fasting earlier. I, I wanted yeah. to know your favorite foods. I'm trying. I need I need something uh, to. Yeah. I need to mentally eat some food right now. Well, so. first off, Nick, congratulations <laughs> for fasting for what is now 74 hours. Uh, Thank you. I, I've never tried to do that before, so hats off to you. I'm yeah. sure that's difficult. I've done like 24. That's it. That was rough. 24 hours? Yeah. Damn, dude. That's tough. Yeah, I can't remember the last time I didn't go without you. It's been a while. Yeah, I can't do that these so, days. So, what's your favorite food? Like a burger? Talking I pizza? I, I I don't have a favorite food overall. Like uh, it, 
it's always switching. Like yeah. I love, I love sushi. I Ooh, love steak. I okay. love Mexican food. I mm. love Indian food. I love fucking everything that comes my way except for fucking blue cheese. Like that's like yeah, I can't fuck with blue cheese. I'll, I'll try everything. You but make you make a lot of bolognese. Just, <laughs> I, oh, actually, well, I mean, bolognese is so much fun to make. Like I, make I think lo- that if if I had to choose for you, I'd say that's your favorite. That's food. not like I make it every week, but I feel like when I'm making for bandmates or a lot of what people, that? What's or bolognese? some sort of pasta. Bo- bolognese is a Bolognese is a meat-based pasta, so spaghetti sauce. I, I think traditionally you're supposed to just go with ground beef, but uh, the place that I worked at, North Italia, uh, threw pork in there, and I took I a think, lot of I influence from the recipe. I think short rib is what traditionally they use. I think. Yeah, is it like a noodle, like a spaghetti noodle, or yeah, you, like, you you use thick tagliatelle noodles. Like uh, when, when you eat like spaghetti, like the the sauce is is bolognese. Yeah, yeah. So it's like a meat-based sauce. So what you do is you like you you cook the meat. Then you cook the bacon and you throw in celery Ooh. and carrots and aromatics and onions and stuff like that in there. And you re-add after you've like, you know, uh, what, what's it called when you separate the fat from the bacon? Uh, render. Yeah, when you render it, uh, like that's when you throw the meat back in there. And you let all that stew together and you throw in some white wine. Uh, I don't know if it's the right one. I use Pinot Grigio. I use a dry white. And then you just like mash the meat into the wine like and like let it cook, but also like supposedly push all the juices out. Then you throw in like tomato paste, bay leaves, uh, you learned this chicken at a, stock, a Italian restaurant little bit you of milk. At? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I wasn't a cook. I was a server and a bartender oh, okay. out there for a while. Uh, I've... That's pretty much what I spent my twenties doing until I started teaching. You know, I like just you know, like working in restaurants, yeah. bartending or serving or busing or doing whatever the fuck. I worked at this hotel and we uh, we made like a vegetarian bolognese, but it basically was all that minus the meat. Dude, that's the no, that's that's the most <laughs> that's like the most ironic thing I've ever heard. Like, because a bolognese is supposed to be a meat. Sauce. Yeah, it was a mushroom based one. <laughs> <laughs> to, no, to be fair though, mushroom is a great meat substitute. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. I, yeah. I prefer meat, a meatless eggplant, spaghetti sauce. Eggplant's pretty good too. Really? Uh, yeah, yeah, it's got it's got not similar texture, but yeah. it's like you know, like you throw that on there. Makes sense. I feel like those are big. Yeah. Um, it's true, actually. Big veggie patty kind of substitute. Yeah, oh, I'll fuck up some you, mushroom. Because you cook, you cook eggplant <laughs> I mean, yeah. and mushroom just like you would uh, steak or mm. burger or something. You cook yeah, it like it's so, similar. It's so thick. Yeah, yeah. Meaty like. To be fair, I do do a lot of noodle dishes, but dude, noodles are the best, man. Like my, I, I think that I want to invest in a noodle maker and start making Ooh. my own noodles because fresh made noodles, so carbohydrates, are so fucking carbs, man. <laughs> carbs. Yeah. yeah, that's what sucks about working at an Italian restaurant is yeah, that like, is a process, man. I've seen it. You're you're either gonna get free food or half off food, like you know, you like you know, because you do shift lineup, and so the mm. chef's got to make up a few. Di- if it's a higher end scale restaurant, they'll make up a few different things just so you, you can taste it. You know, it's like right before the shift starts, as first customers are coming and the servers are running in the back, just like damn, <laughs> garfing food, like you know, just like getting into it before they start their shift. Yeah, because <laughs> <So. laughs> it's great. You're eating like a twenty-five, thirty dollar bowl of food. You know, you get yeah. some some taste of it, and you're like, oh my, it really does taste Fucking that awesome. good. But I, I think the blessing of that is you're working in a restaurant, so you're running around a lot. So it's like you can kind of burn off those carbs a little bit. You know, mm, maybe not burning off those carbs so much uh, since I quit uh, serving and bartending. Though. Yeah, uh, the cocaine will burn it off. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've never done that before, for the record. Yeah, I me neither. Um. Yeah, I don't know what my favorite food is because fucking everything sounds so good right now. But I think the one thing I'd probably want is like a, either like carbonara or uh, our neighbors gave us some tamales. 
that oh, are in the man. yeah <laughs> yeah they gave me yesterday I was like, how much longer are you going to keep this going for uh i'm trying to hit 90 so just short of four days you know just to get into that 90 mark but if i feel good and if i don't feel like i do uh felt today i'll try to push 100 just to hit that you just need some kind of like nutrients like vitamins and shit yeah i was thinking of taking some but i, I don't really have any like i don't think i like i I'm fine without taking zinc, you know, like D, I'm getting some out in the sun. I'm just getting some salt, like for electrolytes. But what about like a comfort food? What's your comfort food? Shit, I, I cook a lot. Really? Like main, main staples. Yeah, but I keep it basic on protein. If I'm cooking at home, I just do chicken. Yeah. But I do chicken like I do like a slow stewed chicken with like peppers and tomatoes and onions and shred it up in the end. So it just cooks in that its own sauce. Nice. And I'll make a salsa, batch of beans. That's usually what I'm eating at home. Very healthy. But favorite food, if I was like coming off of a fast, it would have to be a a, a dank burger. That's yeah. that's mine. Yeah. Pete Terry's has been my like comfort shit Like from yeah. hungover or something, it's like the only problem is you they're know, too damn small. You know, I like Pete Terry's. Just get two of them. I like, <laughs> right, I right. like their veggie burgers the best, actually. If, if I'm going to Pete Terry's. Yeah. Their pretty good burgers are really good you know what i wonder if you can just ask for a triple patty like, i was thinking about that menu, i was literally like, thinking about that yesterday they're not gonna turn you baconator down at, wait no triple baconator at <laughs> what would you eat off uh coming off of a fast casey probably something like that like meat yeah, heavy yeah, yeah I feel like, like a burger that, would just, that would screw your stomach well up. so that's yeah. the thing you have that's to ease into it so i'll probably yeah. do like avocado with salt at first and then maybe a little piece of uh or no um beef Broth or bone broth? That's Either a big like, thing. I think you're gonna have diarrhea no matter what. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> maybe you should. Maybe In like you should, three days or something. You know? Nah, maybe you should treat it like the first day of waking up from a fast kind of thing and get yeah. all spiritual about it. Just have like an egg sandwich or and something. Maybe, like yeah, that. maybe just start out with like a a good juice and a boiled egg the first day. Yeah, egg sounds good. When I used to attempt fasting, I would I was eating a lot of like salads a lot. I was trying to go like partially keto, I guess if mm -hmm. you will, kind of, and I would always like come off with salads and i was i found that really easy to eat like avocado and shit fats like healthy fats for sure do you think it's just yeah, nuts avocado every day oh, me yeah, too dude yeah. well well thank y'all for that i'm uh i feel very full right now probably <laughs> 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 all these fucking water that i have to drink so that's all i can dr do right now that helps yeah. hey yeah. that's a cool Water's graphic right yeah. there Ooh, oh yeah I love that. So we, we usually ask people on here, get to a little gaming segment. And we've had some people that like don't uh -oh. game at all. But I see the shirt. I heard some Bloodborne talk earlier. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. I think this is a good crowd for this, actually. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, yeah. I, I, I want to hear about the Bloodborne because you're not talking about it. So Yeah. Uh, so I don't think Jared's going to be listening to this unless he's uh, listening on the job right now. Yeah. So it's, I, it's I, a I, lo I, lo I love that game, man. It, it, the Lovecraftian yeah. sense of it and how hard it was and just the oh, dude, rolling and the it's, demons. It's, and it's the best, man. Like, the lore, the gameplay, the everything. I mean, going back and playing it after playing Sekiro, like, I won't lie, like, Sekiro is just so tight. Like, the swordplay is so on point. So I hope it comes to PC. Sorry to cut you off. Oh, no, you're good. You're good. That's PS4 only? Yeah, Blood, Bloodborne is a PlayStation 4 exclusive yeah. for fucking ever and always, man. You know, fucking. So nice. ho hopefully not. It would be nice if it came to the PC. You know, I heard really good things. It would fix the load times of it. I yeah. mean, the load times got pretty well fixed on the PlayStation 4, but when it came out, it was yeah. really fucking bad. I could see it maybe doing it. It's not like Uncharted or Halo, you know? It's like, I feel mm. like those will never be. Well, no, 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 those on are PC now. But well, we got those Microsoft. two games. We got. um. 
uh, what was that one Hideo Kojima game that he that one that sucked where you'd walk the walking oh, simulator? Uh, Death Stranding. Norman Reedus. Death Stranding. Yeah, and then the and then the one with yeah. the lady. No, I haven't played I Death haven't Stranding. And then the I other one, to, the other one with the, the redhead lady. Those both came to PC. Oh, Dawn. Horizon. Dawn Horizon Zero Dawn. That one's really uh, badass. Anyway. Yeah, no. That came out the same time that Breath of the Wild did, so I feel like it sort of had an unfair advantage. But going back and playing that game was pretty fun. Uh, Death Stranding I really want to try out, though. I know it supposedly sucks, but it's like I also want to play because it it's Hideo Kojima. Yeah. Yeah. Is, is sure it worth it, Casey? You I'm played sure, it? I have not. Like, uh, I, I, I will play it, but I just like. I have so many other games I bought and I haven't played. I'm just like trying to like yeah. beat those first. I, I think that if you go into it, sort of coming into it on Hideo Kojima's pretentious terms, like this is video games yeah. as art, because it's like Metal Gear Solid wasn't that good. Well, <laughs> Fan, I, I, Phantom I, I, Pain I, is great. I haven't beat the yeah. Phantom Pain, but I remember it was like he's, he seems like the the Tarantino of games in a I way. I think you know that's I mean? pretty fair. Like no, a I lot of pop culture fair. kind of stuff in there. Some rock pop and roll, culture, some Americana, I, more, like Hollywood. More, more like uh, more like uh, the cyberpunk Quentin Tarantino. Yeah. Like, because he did go... The the thing with identity in Metal Gear Solid 2 is actually pretty fucking heavy considering like where social media is now, you know, and where the internet is now, you know, like where you're using... I don't remember that game too much. What, what is... So that was the one where you're supposed to be, or like people thought you were going to be Solid Snake because it was the sequel to the first Metal mm. Gear Solid, but you end up being Raiden. Uh, so okay. you go in on a crater... Sons of Liberty? Or something? Uh, no, or something? That, yeah, Sons of Liberty. You play half the game as as Snake, and then you play... no, you don't even play half of it as Snake. Oh, really? You play okay. the very first act as Solid Snake. All right, oh, okay. and then the tanker blows up when Metal Gear Ray comes up and just rocks that shit with a fucking plasma ray or whatever the fuck. No, actually, it was like a hydro ray, wasn't it? Like it sucked up water and like shot a super concentrated. Oh, just the just the boat like mission that. or whatever. Yeah, so I yeah, got yeah. I got to the part where you play the other guy, but I never. Yeah, finished so it. so Raiden drops in and he drops in on this tanker that's supposed to be t- overtaken by right. terrorist soldiers, but it turns like there's some <laughs> there's so many fucking plot twists. Like, yeah, there's like a bomb you have to defuse. There's, and- there's one of the bosses. His his uh, uh, black ops name is Fat Man, and he, <laughs> he he's a fat fat bald dude in a trench coat. On I shit you not roller skates, Dang. rolling around just <laughs> planting bombs. Nice. You know? And uh, there, there's this one chick named Fortune who like her her power is also her curse. She people shoot at her, but it never kills her. Like, <laughs> but at the end, like it turned like a million twists later, uh-huh. it turns out this dude named Revolver Ocelot controls uh, like a magnetic spoiler alert, by the way, but like a magnetic <laughs> no, chip. Way. Anyone listening to this is <laughs> knows it's yeah, it's, it's kind of cool out too, of context, yeah. like the, 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 like just explaining this crazy fucking plot. Yeah. But it's like, oh, it's a magnetic shield that I installed on you. I control it, and he turns it off, and then she fucking just gets murked. And <laughs> Damn! But then she comes back to life and actually does manage to stop oh, it somehow. Okay. So mm. I don't know. But. Yeah. Well, I, I think that's, overall, only the, it's, that's only the beginning of the yeah. craziness of that fucking. It's, game. it's good to have visionary <laughs> people in like uh, video games, you know? Because I feel like a lot of the times it's probably just some studio like Dice or something, and it's just some dude they, you know, hire from somewhere else. It's not really like a director going in with a vision. Well, you it's know? like any other art form. You got to have people experimenting and pushing yeah. it forward, even if it's not always successful. You know, if if you sort of like approach it on the terms of what it was trying to do, I think it was. There was definitely nothing else like the Metal Gear Solid games, mm-hmm. or at least the original. Like, oh, it was classic. Like one through four, especially. Yeah. You know, I didn't play the Phantom Pain. Like I heard, there was great open world. It's really gnarly, man. It's great. It's they did. They, that's like one of the few open world games that doesn't suck. Where it's like 
it's like the opposite of a Ubisoft open world. Wasn't it one of the first kind of like modern open world games? Like what you yes. see, because everything's turned into open world. It's it's very Sonic like yeah. it's one. not like <laughs> like have you played it a lot of Ubisoft open world games? Like it's almost very static feeling. But I feel like Phantom Pain is very like fluid and everything's kind of living in its own. It's kind of weird to say that, but like everything's doing its own thing at the same An time. Ecosystem. Feels yes. Like yeah. It, it really does feel natural and like. I don't know. Is it Sonic DX? Is that, is that, that the open world one you're the talking new about? One? No, that was for, uh, I mean, that was the original Sonic, but I'm talking about a new, new Sonic has been announced. Oh, like, so Sonic the Hedgehog has always jumped on fads. Like, yeah. Every single time, like a new thing comes out, you know, Shadow the Hedgehog had a gun when they were trying to be edgy. All right. There was a werehog Dang. introduced when they were trying to be Prince of Persia. Um, <laughs> he's jumped on racing games as soon as Mario had a tennis game there's a fucking Sonic tennis Dang. game like you know he's, he's now just, they have Jim Carrey <laughs> Jim Carrey <laughs> I actually like the Sonic movies a lot even though they really they just put suck. out the trailer for the second one oh really yeah. oh, Knuckles man, I, I, I liked the I first one love, and the ending was like okay uh, Dr. Robotnik's definitely taking shrooms yeah I, I, seen it. It, yeah. I think that Sonic has always been I think it's on shrooms. Hulu though you should check it. it out it's yeah. it's probably the best video game movie if I was still smoking weed I might but <laughs> no I think it's worth it that'd be it was entertaining. It hits the beats of a, like a big budget studio movie. Yeah, you can tell there's, there was a lot of suits being like super technical about how they place the prop yeah. plot there. But it's, it was still enjoyable because I got a soft spot for the for, for Sonic the fucking Hedgehog. Mm-hmm. Yeah, classic. But anyway, the point is he's jumping on fads. Yeah. And, and and so like Sonic announced or Sonic Team announced a new Sonic game, and it looks like exactly like Breath of the Wild, Dang. like an art style. <laughs> But it has like the Sonic loop de loops. Imagine being able to do loop de loops in an open world. Yeah, wherever you want. Uh, and you know, horse. It, 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 yeah, Sonic has a horse for some. I heard there's a really good uh, open world Pokemon type game coming out. I think it's actually Pokemon. Oh yeah, I think it's, it's supposed to be pretty good. Like on Switch or something. Yeah. yeah. So is that a bad thing? Every game being open world because it looks like that's the new fad. That's the new. Make know. sure there's an RPG system in the game. It's my favorite game of all time probably forever will be minecraft and that's like open world to the like highest mm-hmm. level of to openness level yeah to the um to the degree yeah. i think if it fits it fits if it works out good like the the new halo apparently is open world i, I haven't is played reach halo uh, infinite infinite it's yeah. really good it's not bad but yeah i've, I've heard some I've, I've just i watched a review earlier today and they were just comparing the open world to like the old levels and there was a little bit more variety when like you kind of you were jumping around to like different parts of you know you're on earth and then you're on the halo and then you're on underground it's like i think what's gonna i haven't really played a lot of it yet but i think there's like big sections there's like big open world sections you have to get you have to beat all the things in there and then you move move on on to another i'm thinking that's what happens but i don't know like everything's going towards like vr so everything's like maybe let's all be together in like the same environment type. after playing vr for over a couple of years now i it's a very niche like type of gameplay and it's gotten better though like yeah they, they, they do make bounds i just there. don't see it right now becoming like ubiquitous like like it, most games are like Warzone or something yeah i don't see it happening anytime soon because first of all you got vr sickness which is the f- like movement in VR is just not there yet. That's why they have that reticle in a lot of games, right? Like they have something in the middle to keep you from getting sick. Oh yeah, that's, that's what Mirror's I don't know. Mm. Yeah. I think it's either no matter what. Like if you don't have like 
you have to just get used to it. Even even when you get used to it, you can only do it for so long because you'll get you'll get you can't like, get sick. lost in the video of it. You have to be aware. <laughs> yeah, even with a bad GPU, I did GPU. one where you're on like the edge of a building, and I felt myself like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I've seen people like freak out, like. Ah! Yeah, when you're like one that's photorealistic, when you fall off of a big ledge and you like, it, you you definitely do get like a sinking feeling. Like you know what? Maybe, maybe, maybe the true virtual reality is us getting a USB port installed inside our heads, and we I literally mean, trick our brain into a virtual. As reality. soon as they they fix like the inner ear stuff, and then when photorealism is is just like, you know, your eyeball. The yeah. sucker verse. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's not the Matrix. It's the sucker verse. Unfortunately, I, the corporations are going to kill it. They're they're just too concerned about. I don't know. It's not about games and fun. It's just about like I don't know what the, exactly. I don't know what the fuck their their plans are. Honestly, yeah, it could be used for a lot though. But maybe maybe virtual reality and gaming shouldn't necessarily be the same thing. Like virtual reality, like that's an immersive reality. Maybe like yeah. I mean, truly like the whole. Hate to bring it back to Star Trek, but I've been watching a lot of Star Trek lately. Yeah, you know, but the, like this idea, like the Hollow Deck, like setting up situations that allow you to interact with it. Mm-hmm. You know, because I think that the the market for escapism and market for entertainment main. I mean, they can be the same thing, but necessarily don't have to be. I just feel mm-hmm. like the experience of virtuality would be a different experience from gaming mm-hmm. kind of thing. Keep VR porn only. <laughs> <laughs> But the that, cool, the cool yeah, thing about that, I'm not a it. huge gamer. No, um, some Angry Birds. I play Pokemon Go. <laughs> nice. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. But well, uh, I did play that recent uh, Star Wars. Uh, what was it? The Jedi one. Jedi Fallen Order. Yeah, Fallen Order. Yeah, yeah that was, was great. Fucking played great, that man. one. Beat that one. That was that was cool. If you um, like that one, Steven, you might like Dark Souls. It's that's, a good. That's the only Souls like game I've ever played. I delved into Cyberpunk for a little while. Yeah. You actually like Cyberpunk, didn't you, Steven? Like, I did. Yeah, yeah, you had some fun with it, man. I played it on Xbox. I didn't. I didn't encounter too many glitches, like everybody was saying. But I mean, it, it definitely was, did. it definitely wasn't ready to be put out. No, they, no. they definitely patched that shit pretty early on, though. I remember getting a few, uh, not necessarily game breaking, but mm-hmm. just very odd glitches. Like you know, something like you know, during like a movement section, the the car like just kind of dips you'd down. You'd be riding in a motorcycle on the on the road, and all of a sudden, you just like start yeah floating <laughs> through the sky. Yeah. It was supposed to be the Anakin Skywalker of video games. It was supposed to bring balance to the force, but. <laughs> And ended up being Darth uh, Vader. I feel Damn. like they spent more time putting dildos in random spots than Dang, actually really? fucking <laughs> fixing the game. Just fill the game because you'd dildos. be climbing like a, a, a scaffolding, like fifteen stories up. You had to like find your way up it, and all that's at the top is like five dildos. <laughs> Fuck. Well, maybe that was just a developer who. When they were putting in the procedure, eggs, you know? when, no. When they were putting in like populate world, like let's just let's just imagine like populating a world with a bunch of individual objects like that yeah. takes a lot of time. So they write algorithms where they just blanket dump it in. I, yeah. I'm sure Damn, that it's that something like along it. which those is lines. disappointing if that's what happened because I know for a fact in Witcher you had individual like engineers or developers, whatever they were going and place things one at a time, like. There was a lot of care put yeah. into The Witcher 3. Well, and then look at something like Fallout 3. I know that's sort of an early example of open world modern games, but like they definitely blanket trumped so many things on that. Oh, yeah. Game, Fallout 3 know, is like... disgusting looking, but it's a great game. <laughs> yeah. But that goes back to like the immersive experience too. Fallout 3, I think, would be funner like as VR than as gaming. Like maybe like RPGs or uh, something like that would be better suited than like oh, super intense 
split minute thinking yeah. with your hands like, kind of games. League of, League of Legends yeah. or something. Like you couldn't like do an yeah. RTS virtual yeah. reality. Like that that would kind of they, they, they have it. some. They have a few. An RTS virtual reality? Yeah, really? real time strategy, yeah. How would you even do that? Like, like StarCraft kind of thing? Yeah, there's one where it's like it's like Army Men game. I haven't actually, played it a lot, but it's pretty fun. Actually, if you could call out orders to the troops. Yeah, like, that's kind of how it works. And you can see like planes flying around you and shit. It's pretty cool. I think it'd be cool no, that once they add uh, like AR to the VR set. Right, that's what it needs. That's what it needs. Yeah, like one time, this has this is like AR, you know, because it just has two cameras on it. There's some like little dumb zombie game where you like Yes, shoot that's the exactly zombies. what I was thinking about. That game is awesome. Yeah, so like, you know, I had my office empty. It tracked the room. I fucking put the thing like super huge. It was a tower defense game. Mm -hmm. Oh hell yeah! But um, you're like in a helicopter. I'm just like running around my office mowing down zombies. Yeah, it's really cool, especially on like you had a big table yeah, like this. Yeah, you can just do a table or something. But that'd be cool if they do that there to kind of. Dude, that's cool. I heard some things about AR. AR in the next ten years is gonna be like in everything. It's gonna be like in your car windshield and like. That's everything. what I'm waiting for. That'd be nice. Like, like everything's gonna have a heads up display. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Well, imagine the next level of Pokemon Go. Like Pokemon Go was already a money idea, yeah, right? They're there. already integrating AR, but it's it's stupid. Like I don't, I, I would never use it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> never it's like say never. Big man. ass glasses. You got to wear a fucking headset. Walk out in public. Well, okay, so do you do you, do you guys remember when the Google Glass was a thing? Yeah, like, they, I remember they were seeing somebody at Chipala with that. I was mm -hmm. like, get the. Fuck I mean, out. come on. Like it, honestly, like that actually seems like a pretty good idea. In no, some totally. Ways. But I just heard no, about somebody cool. like getting punched with one, and I was like, yeah, okay, yeah. we ha we got a while to go before this is gonna be accepted. <laughs> <laughs> get out of here, nerd. I'm I'm not opposed to AR. I'm opposed to like a big company like Google having access to right. all of, like my fucking direct feed and audio uh they already have access so you're to like sitting on the toilet yeah <laughs> <laughs> no i i just don't want the yeah, black you, mirror you, world. you upload this to youtube right yeah <laughs> yeah no I, I just don't want the black mirror episode where i'm trying to sleep and then suddenly like porn apps play on my uh screen because i have to pay for a subscription service <laughs> to live or some shit like that yeah. um, like that that's what i don't ad blocker dude yeah mcafee yeah, <laughs> John McAfee. Two cents piece, yeah. <laughs> Yo, have y'all seen that documentary about him? No, mm -hmm. no. Is it good? It's yeah. good. Yeah. <laughs> it's a crazy dude. It's weird. That, that it's he was crazy. a weird. Yeah, dude. That, yeah. I, I need to watch it just because I, I know he's a he's a very eccentric person, but it's like I probably don't know even the eccentrics putting the it tip lightly. Of it, yeah, but he's, you, it's worth a watch. He was yeah. really into crypto, yeah. wasn't he? Probably. I, I mean, he's probably, 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 he was. Yeah. He's he was, ahead he of the was curve into he was into moving his money around. That's why he went to Belize and oh damn yeah he's, he's probably into privacy tokens like you. Oh yeah, y'all get, get any crypto? Nah, no. <laughs> we keep hearing about how great it is. No it's exposure just, yet. I'm too much of a pussy, man. Like I, I'm the same way with buying stocks. Like yeah, I I I, I still feel unsure about it. Mm -hmm. You know, and even though I see other people uh, finding success with it, I'm just like ah. It's been a little boring the past few. Uh, always on the fence about yeah. it. Yeah. Well, like, I mean, I'm always suspicious of success stories. Yeah. And, and I know that may not sound like the best thing, but it's like you got to consider things yeah. a little bit. Well, yeah. I mean, I feel like some of the success, at least at this point, and like the majority of the beginning was random volatility where it's almost like flipping a fucking coin. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, like nobody knew or like these big dips they have. Um, Still kind of like that. Yeah. But p part of it is like speculation, like the stocks are. It's just, you know, like trying to think what's going to make me money. But then there's another aspect of it where you're like you're kind of investing in the uh, the technology Ra rather than trying to invest like and just invest your money and double it, just uh, almost like a GoFundMe in a way, you know. So it was like, hey, you know, 
You're well, gonna, isn't it if you're like trying to do crypto mining too, you have to uh, have like a few different PC rigs or something like just, that? Uh, no, GPUs. You can, just, you, you can GPUs. just use one. Well, some of them are GPU based, some of them are CPU based, and some of them are like ask something or <laughs> ask something. <laughs> yeah, it's just like some A S somebody because yeah. we don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's like ask some, Jeeves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ask Jeeves uh, is, is like the primary owner of cryptocurrency and development. <laughs> no, usually a no uh, fucking stop using me back in the day. Uh, well, mining rigs are, are mining rigs are usually like like that tower right there. It wouldn't look anything like that. It would be like a very bare bones, just like open case kind of thing with yeah. like just utilitarian like stuff like on a it. rack balance system. Exactly. It would so, just be stuff just to hook up the shit you needed. Yes. Yeah, some people have like racks and the, the main reason I've kind of got into it because I feel like I missed the boat twice. In 2012, I, I was going to buy one. My friend was like going to show me how to buy one for five bucks. And then I was like, oh, I can mine it. I can just get one for free. And I was going to make a computer. I was like, nah. You'd be a billionaire today. I'm too lazy to just build a computer. You know, I could have made like 10 or something. I feel like that's what it was. It's, you had to be in early. Yeah. So so now part of it is like you can get in other things early. Or mm-hmm. at the beginning, Bitcoin was very, you know, people weren't doing it to make money. It was mm-hmm. just fucking like underground currency right. to buy off Silk Road drugs. Mm. Assassins or whatever assassins, the fuck, yeah. which are terrible. But that yeah. does. What do you say, assassins? Yeah. It was like assassins. I can hire an assassin. They call them <laughs> cypherpunks. It was like this idea of like this vision for the future yeah. and like wanting to be a part of it. So if anything, yeah, like at that point, people were putting into just this idea. You I'm, know, yeah. Well, I mean, I think a unified currency is a good idea. You know, wasn't uh, it the, the Winklevoss twins that have like most of oh, it? Oh damn, yeah, that thing. No, I say think, that name again, Winklevoss. No, so the people that have the most Bitcoin are probably. People that got into it, like when Nick was talking about back in the day, like 2011, and then they lost their keys or they they lost their GPUs or hard drives with all their Bitcoin. That's probably where most of it is right now. Buried in the landfill. What if your hard drive failed? Is it just gone? It's burned. We call it. It's called burning. So can you like back back a hard drive up? There are certain ways recovering keys. Yeah. Mm -hmm. These days it's all cloud based too. So like yeah, especially if you keep it on an exchange or a hot wallet, you're you're way better off like doing that if you're like new to it because you won't lose it. Because you can always if if you have your recovery phrase, but if it's if a cold wallet or you have it only on a storage like a solid storage device, then it could potentially be lost forever. But that'll just add, that'll just add to the price going up, <laughs> so. which is normal with any data. Yeah. yeah, it's kind of beautiful. It's like a circle of life. Like, but uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, there's this one recently I've been telling Casey about. It's called Monero. It's it's the new Bitcoin. Monero, the new Bitcoin. Yeah, it's like it's basically the what, new Dogecoin. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's it's like uh, used by the cartel, and it's like untraceable. It's what like people will ask um, for ransoms, like you know. Yeah, like high high ransom if you hear any politician talking shit about Bitcoin, they really mean Monero. Monero. Yeah. So basically, it's like what Bitcoin was supposed to be. You know, that was the whole thing with Bitcoin. But Bitcoin is traceable. Like if you, you know, the government can see fucking everything you do. It's very traceable. So, Interesting. so with Monero, it's almost like a digital cash in a way. Mm-hmm. You know, one token is interchangeable for other tokens. It's not this one unique token that's like tied to your name. And that's got to do with... Uh what is it called? Uh, how how it works? Blockchaining? Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the, the, the encryption. Yeah. So like that's that. kind of my main thing about it. It's just like it's a pri- like the privacy coins, you know, something that's like has a meaning. It's not just yeah. trying it's, to make a quick buck. But. It's it's a little confusing at first, but once you get the basic idea of blockchain, it's really simple. So like, it's just a bunch of like ledger um, transactions, just like you would with the normal banking transactions, but they're all like chained together in blocks, basically. Just yeah. it's just like a 
a metaphor really for the, like no. the system of it. No. But it's just all traceable. Like you can go back and you can see everything that's ever happened. That's why you can't hack this. Shit. I, I I get the hesitance though because fucking like I lost like two thousand the other like a month ago and then, you know? well, not, not, all, not all investments pay off. Yeah. Unreal, unrealized or realized? Um, I think a thousand realized. Uh, th- another thousand other lives but, yeah. but but the thing is it's it's fucking like a roller coaster you know it's like the dow will go up a couple percents but this is like 40 percent 40 percent you're up two thousand today next day it's like you're up you're down four thousand it's just like a fucking wild ride yeah. so it's like were you like a millionaire for like two seconds casey <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, yeah actually yeah. i was a billionaire yeah billionaire yeah seconds, i had like 40 billion in mind yeah some like weird I had, out. Se- <laughs> yeah, right. I had 79 xrp and and it was it went up to 22 million so i was like I had 1.7 billion. What if that was the mighty uh, crash? Everyone just cashes out immediately yeah. and everyone makes $4 billion and it crashes the economy and everything. Yeah, falls. it's not possible because I have like, I have nothing compared to some people. Some people probably have like 1,000 XRP oh, or yeah. something. So. Yeah, you don't want the Monero cartel after yeah. you. Know? Yeah. You don't want the Monero cartel. The, the Zcash uh, gang. Dang. Zcash gang. <laughs> I think that's one of my favorite. Uh, uh, things to come out of like modern empire or uh, uh, internet culture, you know, like gang, like you know, something gang, yeah, or like uh, Johann Sebastian Bach, you know, like the composer, like among music nerds, like Bach gang. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the <laughs> one right thing out. I don't like about crypto because I don't understand it, I get it, I get the concept of NFTs, but I just don't have any interest in pursuing it whatsoever. Yeah, well, I'll we'll be in the matrix soon, so I, we were talking about the other day, it's probably good for music production and like mm-hmm. music rights for like bands yeah. like if you want to sell your shit to somebody i guess i think mft says music is great like you're licensing the use of the product that you're yeah. selling and, and you get that's full, for whatever yeah, you, you get full royalties or whatever but for images it's a little weird yeah, it's well, confusing image. but it's like from my understanding it's like if you had a the mona lisa the original mona lisa is worth however many millions and but like a copy of it is worth 10 bucks right like a photocopy I've been talking shit about NFTs for a That's while, a right? you know, like, like I, I know we should do it, but it's like, I, I've just seen a, oh, I'm not talking shit, but I've seen a bunch of funny memes where it's just like, you know, somebody takes a screenshot and somebody's like, take, you can't, yeah. can't take a screenshot of my fucking NFT. <laughs> the, the blockchain is supposed to prevent that, but yeah, yeah it but seems it's like, like it. Yeah, it's like, and then apparently like for the images, you don't even, the data of the image is not even stored on it. All it is is like a key to a website, and if that website goes down, it's like. Right. Well, I've seen a lot. Some artists That's will. Some artists yeah. will provide an actual like L- little LCD screen, like plaque or something with it. Like physical NFT stuff. Yeah. I've heard yeah. About that. So that, I mean that that's cool because it's still a, a piece of art at that point. Yeah. It's not just like a digital copy of something, you know. Yeah. It's just for like guys that are have like millions of dollars in bitcoin to spend their bitcoin on something yeah that's part of it but then i i saw a video today and someone was like sometimes it's not the image it's also what's tied it's like a contract like a smart contract it's like you buy this and you get to come to the studio with the band for a day you know it's like some sort of legal contract yeah. maybe at some point i don't know but or even just smart contracts well, are so pretty cool it's just well, incentives it. yeah. along yeah. with the yeah digital copy paying to paying to have the pleasure of viewing this you yeah. know as, as an image kind of thing you know uh i actually think that's uh, pretty respectable you yeah. know like you know like wouldn't it be nice to like create something and then like if it's really that fucking good for people to look mm-hmm. at like make money off of it like brian you know put out a statement about that like with music like uh, uh, uh accused artists of uh, be- being young capitalists you know for jumping on the whole nft thing mm-hmm. 
And like, while I sort of understand where he's coming from there, it's like, isn't that the point? Or, or not the point. Like, we're all trying to make great art. And like, yeah. Make I think music Keanu Reeves like was talking shit about the NFTs. So. <laughs> yeah. Probably. Speaking of, have you seen The Matrix yet? The new one? No. I, I want to, though. No. I think I'm going to watch it on but Christmas But I feel Day. like Neo would embrace in, NFTs. I was just guessing. And like, Matrix is an NFT. Yeah. I was just, like, kind of like jokingly saying there's probably a blue-haired woman character that's going to, like, become <laughs> the new Neo. And I was totally right. No, I, no uh, she, she was like a... She ended up being a mix of like Trinity and Morpheus. It's honestly the the movie. When you watch it, it's they they did it right. I thought it was just gonna be like a continuation and it would suck, but it's like it's fucking. No, what's her name is a good filmmaker. Lana, she's like like I like the show she did on Netflix. Oh, uh, Sensei. Yeah, I yeah, thought that Sensei was, was cool. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's 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 very meta, like extremely meta. Yeah. And like very uh, philosophical, like the other ones were. Yeah, they were all philosophical. Yeah. yeah. But uh, kind of piggy telling off what we we're talking about earlier, uh, vi- video games get involved in it. Not a lot. Like, not mm. fucking like pixel fa- or shit. So, just answer my question Does Facebook get involved with it? Like, is the major. No. <laughs> no. No. No, I thought that, I'll say that may sound kind of like taking the piss out of it, but I actually think that that would make a great Matrix movie if it's like Facebook. Dude. Facebook. Like, that's all the Matrix. <laughs> I was Facebook in high school. Space. I was in high school when the last Matrix movie came out. Dang. Oh, so, that's, that's kind of crazy to Plot think. twist Zuckerberg is Neo. Yeah. <laughs> He like produced no, Zuck- no, Zucker- <laughs> no, 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 Zuckerberg would have been uh, a- agent. the, ar- the no, architect. He would have been the architect. Yeah, yeah. Who, who would have been Agent Smith? Uh, he would have been one of like the yeah. He's just like a digital representation no, no, no. of the architect. Agent Smith would have been Tom from MySpace because everyone was friends with Tom, Dang, so that yeah. would like make more of him. Yeah. Do you see where I'm going? Yeah, oh, yeah. Like it's the Matrix, the MySpace. Damn. I guess we're all Mr. MySpace. Anderson then. We're all Mr. Anderson. I'm, I miss yeah. Tom, man. <laughs> MySpace was good. Uh, dude. That picture, man. Dude, the first Matrix is still the best movies I've ever yeah, made. It's classic. I saw it at Draft House not too long ago. They'll show it like every, you know, once a year or something. But yeah. I was like, classic. I mean, Reloaded was pretty good too. And so, this, I mean, so was the Revolutions. Like, they got worse as time went on, but it's like I still liked them. Somebody said they did. They had great moments, but they yeah. weren't as good as the first one. And it's such a, that's such a, like, one in a million movie. Yeah. Like, everything just came together on it. It was so good. Yeah, the bullet time. Yeah, I want to see the new one. It was good. Yeah, I my brother, some of his friends bailed on him, so he had semester tickets. So we went. It was at the IMAX. It was so fucking. Lo- I don't know if I was like in front of like whatever the treble part is, the tweeter or something, but it was like so fucking piercing and <laughs> oh, ow. all the previews beforehand. You know, they fucking compress that to hell just so it gets in your face. Need some earplugs. Any other good movies coming out? Oh ho- hell yeah, dude! Spider Man, I heard that's it. I, yeah, I gotta see that. I gotta see yeah. that. Yeah. So yeah, my niece bailed on my brother the other day, so I ended up seeing Spider Man with him too. Oh yes. no, no spoilers! I, I, I still gotta yeah, see that yeah. movie. Is it good? It was solid. It was yeah. it was it was solid Marvel. I right love now. I love Tom Holland as Spider Man, dude. He's so, he's so fucking good. I didn't really like him in the other two. No. Well, I, I didn't dislike him, but I, I feel like he didn't have enough. I, I feel like Toby just was more of like a. I mean, I grew up with Toby. I love me yeah. some yeah. Toby, dude. You know, uh, Toby Maguire is good. Yeah, he's a fucking classic, man. It, especially in Spider Man Three. Yeah, yeah I, I I just felt like he had a little bit more. Uh, yeah, his fucking dancing and shit. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna put some dirt in your eye. That's the last. That's the last time I watched Spider Man was that movie. Is <laughs> it honestly going back and rewatching Spider Man Three? It's actually pretty good. Mm-hmm. Like it's not as. I mean, it's bad, but it's like it's good because it's bad. Yeah. Like it's one of those. 
Yeah. yeah. Well, I can Sam Raimi and he, that guy's <laughs> solid. I hate origin story movies. I just just uh, jump into the fucking like middle of their existence. I hate origin stories. Yeah. Well, that's kind of yeah. that's what the new Spider-Man did. They didn't really. Oh, that's good. They don't yeah. need to at this well, point. Well, yeah. yeah, everybody to, gets it. No, but to be, f- well, well actually, got bit by a spider. Yeah, we now he swings around New York. Point. But didn't he like get layered in through the Avengers movies? He did. Like, but remind me, they they didn't have his origin in that. Like, mm, no, no. because they don't own the rights. That. It's still Sony. Oh yeah. Not not to give anything away, but this one feels more like an origin story for him. Well, because they can finally pull from Sony. Like they're they're, oh, they're pulling really? from oh, all okay. these universes in this movie, right? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. like you know, oh, yeah, so they they're like melding. They're like fusing yeah, them together. Like the trailer yeah. has so you like Doc see Hall. Toby, you see Andrew Garfield and shit like. That. I haven't seen. I haven't, I've only seen the one with Tobey Maguire. Uh, I've seen, okay. only seen those. Oh, I hope Andrew Garfield is in that movie <laughs> i will say i will say that the iron man the first iron man is amazing that's a good origin story oh, yeah that yeah. one's fucking amazing so J- john favreau is pretty he has he has a good voice i wouldn't say he's like a tarantino or a nolan but he's chef and whatever else he's done yeah. i haven't seen that but uh what's the star wars sh- star wars show mandalorian that's pretty oh, good he's involved in that yeah oh, that's yeah. pretty great that's, that's a good origin story great. show but yeah, a Kingsman's coming out. That's gonna be fast paced, like uh, almost like a James Bond, but not taking itself seriously. Mm-hmm. And it's like a period one, so he's like fighting Rasputin or some shit. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it's like it, it's one of those movies that doesn't take itself too seriously. But other than that, yeah, I don't, I don't really know. Mm. Hey, uh, not so long as we're talking about movies changing the subject away from superhero though. Have you all seen? Uh, Oh, something the something of the dog. It's a Benedict Cumberbatch movie on Netflix. Uh, the Power of the Dog. Mm-hmm. No, The Shape of the Dog. The Shadow mm-hmm. of the Dog. Something of the Dog. All right, pretty solid. It's it, like it's slow. You know, it's like it's like an anti western. It's like more like a period piece, but it's mm-hmm. got Kirsten Dunst and uh, the dude who played Todd in Breaking Bad in it. You know, like a the 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 the, the redhead guy or no the uh, the blonde dude who popped up in it at the end his 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 uh, dad or no his uncle Jack was the neo Nazi oh okay like, yeah, he, yeah 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 he top. was he was a redheaded guy no he he was blonde I think it's blonde it, red it's kind of strawberry in blonde, shot or something blonde. yeah but he's in that movie too because I guess him and Kirsten Dunst are dating because he was also on the second season of Fargo which mm. was really good y'all y'all ever watch Fargo the, I mean the, movie, the yeah. show the show yeah Just, I've, I've seen only seen the movie. movie yeah. I, so like I thought it was a dumb idea for a show like because <laughs> the 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 what brothers the Cohen brothers mm-hmm. yeah the Cohen yeah. brothers weren't even like they were executive producer but they had nothing to do with I think they were executive producer but they had nothing to do with writing I or feel like they just they just tacked that on so people were like oh it's gonna be like the movie and, and then it's yeah, nothing no, they just no, signed no, no. off on it yeah. no 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 it is like the movie they captured the spirit it's new plot lines and different settings but dude I I it's hold, not hard to capture. Far, Fargo, you know, snow-covered, but Dakotas. It, no, but I'm saying it's not always that. Like, because so, sometimes Fargo is just like the the literally the mafia unit out of Fargo, North Dakota. Like they take it to other places. It's still in like the 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 west or the northwest, midwest north midwest. Yeah. yeah, you know the the area between Minnesota and Idaho mm-hmm. kind of thing. Like I like how they like mix they mix like gritty realism with escapism in Fargo. It wasn't like Breaking Bad where it was like okay, this is PTSD levels of realism. Mm. With Fargo, it was still like okay, I'm watching a movie. When Steve Buscemi got pushed through the yeah. shipper. I think that's God, part of it too. So the cast wasn't it William H Macy in it too. Yeah, he was. He was the auto and he's broker. Like, doesn't he get all fucked up in the beginning? Like bad shit happens to him. Uh, why, like why, why does he have to borrow the money again? 
Uh, he's just a fuck up. He's just he's a fuck up. Yeah. No, he was. They he was, have he was trying to uh, fake his wife's death. Okay. Well, that's yeah, that's but, the no, outcome. I can't remember but... why he had to fake his wife's death though. There was a reason why she was getting taken. It was like insurance money for his car dealership. Oh, dang. Yeah. Uh, that's what yeah. it was. That's but he, was. he reminded me of his character in Boogie Nights. Oh, like, bad stuff happens to him. Liv H Macy plays a good scapegoat character. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. Uh, like go a punching bag. Yeah. Uh, wasn't he the uh, shovel guy in Mystery Men? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Netflix, yeah. I'm trying to yeah, think of Mystery that, Men was that great. New show he's on with the family. He plays the drunk dad. Yeah. Oh, Shameless. 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 Yeah. He played. He does such a good job yeah, in that show. Good, I think. I think I stopped watching that after like four or five seasons. Yeah, it's on like season six now. Yeah, my yeah, my sister and my mom were really into that, and I just like never got into it. Yeah. I mean, she she. You know, I watched the, a little bit of it, but it, it didn't hook me as much as like Californication, which I would compare yeah. it to. Never watched Californication before. Dude, X Files is That's the greatest show older, ever. Right? Yeah. Oh yeah, X Files is the greatest show ever, Casey. Thank you. Actually, no, Star Trek the greatest show ever. TNG is pretty good. Yeah, TNG is really like good. I was like I was watching a few episodes and I was like getting goosebumps after. I was like, holy shit this there is are really four lies yeah, dude right. it was so great like some of the i just watched random ones now since i've seen no, it like three I'm t- times i'm telling you deep space nine was the best one man dude deep space is great too yeah i like i like all the 90s ones yeah i'm a picard guy yeah no picard's fucking awesome dude <laughs> but you can't deny that james t kirk kicks some fucking ass but like i gotta say picard he's the diplomat like picard was always about like talking to them and winning them over in communication mm. like and what a powerful fucking message like they yeah. still got their fucking dicks out and shot at each yeah. other when it came down to Dude, it all yeah right. like his acting really does make the show he's, he's, it's so fucking I, I actually good. haven't seen it picard but i just i know i remember he, like seeing some memes like it being like super oh the picard show yeah oh. I, okay so i haven't watched the picard show it's supposed to be like right. super gritty or some shit it's not good no it's not is it bad yeah oh that's too bad yeah, all the new Star Treks are shite. Even Discovery? I still haven't watched Discovery yet. No, don't watch that. So I got turned... <laughs> that's too bad because I got turned off with Enterprise, which wasn't bad, but it just it wasn't anything new. I'll take like- Enterprise all day over Discovery, over STD. Oh, I, 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 that's a good trade-off. I, I remember watching some clips. For, uh, Red Letter Media was making fun of an episode, and they were like, "That's the power of math." <laughs> it was like very just like Disney, like I don't know. Like I, oh, I haven't seen that many Star Trek, but I've seen like a little bit from each season, and like yeah, it totally doesn't yeah. feel like Star Trek. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's Enterprise is the last it sucks, but it's like the last true no, Star no, Trek. Enterprise doesn't suck. It's just it's just it's just the, the lowest budget of them all and like the, the worst actors of all. <laughs> my, yeah. dad, my dad watched that. No, what it was is like, okay, so let's be honest here. Voyager was still pretty good. There was some dumb shit in there, but Voyager was still no, pretty Voyager good. Voyager is amazing. Every Star Trek has some dumb shit, but the CGI hasn't aged. Well, I, I'd say Voyager all. is next. It's I mean you, you like DS9 more, but I think Voyager's a little bit better. I think it's Almost as good as TNG. Well, I love the characters. I love the half Klingon girl. Uh, I love Chakotay. Tuvok was fucking cool, man. Yeah, yeah. Tu- dude, like I, I always love a good Vulcan, man. Vul- Vul- Vulcans are so much fun. You can pair like them with they, anybody. I like how they use a lot of the same actors as different characters in the movies too. Yeah, he was a uh, he was in a couple of the old school movies. The Tuvok guy. Mm. He was in the. Uh, Generations, I believe. That's cool, man. Generations was great. That was the one with Picard and uh, Shatner, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, the guy from Clockwork, or- Clockwork Orange. Yeah. Uh, what was the one where uh, they go back in time? That was the one with the whales, right? That one, I actually, I was watching all the movies and I skipped that one. Yeah. The one with the Seventh Heaven mom. You know, the, the, there's this line that my dad had every time, like, because 
Man, back in the 90s, it was such a thing that you could program your computers to have like your own login sound and shit like that. Oh, yeah. And there's this line in there where like, because they're going back in time. So they're like, what, in like 1980s New York? Yeah. yeah. Like, no, it's yeah. San Francisco. San Francisco. <gasps> but it's still like the 1980s and shit like that. Right. So there's like mid 80s. And uh, Scott, like he introduced, like he's like, this is a MacBook Pro or some shit like that. He's like, oh, you talk yeah. to it. And Sky's just like, hello, computer. Oh, it's yeah. just such a classic line. Yeah. This is TNG? Yeah. Uh, no. no, this was uh, the Star Trek original series movies. The that, Voyage Home. Uh, okay. that, that were being made at the same time as Generation. Uh, or I think was Generation even later than that. Next that was, Generation was 1987. I'm not sure when. They started making those uh, Star Trek classics. Voyage Home was probably like 1984 or 5. 1984 or 5, something yeah. like that. It was yeah. very early, mid Yeah, I think I've seen most of the movies. I mean, I, yeah. I, I enjoyed those. So, yeah. Voyage Home. First Contact was great. And the very first Star Trek, the Star Trek Motion Picture, just skip those. You can just avoid those. Just watch 2, 3, and then skip to. Uh, the Wrath of Khan. Yeah, skip to five and then watch everything else from there. Have you all seen the, um, what's the Seth MacFarlane one? Oh, Lower uh, Decks? No, 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 you're talking about the, his, like, the Orville. Yeah, the Orville? That's actually pretty oh, good. Oh, that is? It's yeah, like, it's like Family it. Guy cool, mixed with yeah. Star Trek. It's not bad. <laughs> and actually, like, did, doesn't it look better than Discovery 2 or something? Absolutely. Like the, yeah. it, it has more of soul of Star Trek than that Like, like this show. is him basically being a huge Star Trek fan. Yeah. And using all his clout from American Dad, Cleveland Show, Family Guy. So I actually don't think that would be a bad idea for Seth MacFarlane to do it. Because he does know a lot about Star Trek. No, yeah. he totally captures, like, the spirit of Star Trek. Yeah. Like, no, it's, it's very Star Trekky, but then, like, with comedy and shit. Yeah, and then, it's really like, good. Norm MacDonald's just, like, green... Uh, Glob of goo and yeah. just like so, all these fucking funny Norm Macdonald jokes in it. The, no, pil- the pillars of a good Star Trek are like good actors, first of all. Yeah. Good writing, and then like not over the top action bullshit. Yeah. It's about it's about the quiet moments. No, yeah, it's very yeah, like the, right. uh, this one episode. There's this alien. He's like the fucking what's the guy with the ridge head? The black dude, black alien. Uh, Worf. Worf. Yeah. Worf, yeah. 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 Michael Dorn. Yeah, so yeah. there's like this wharf-like character. Oh, Klingons. Yeah, but um, he's like a gay guy. Yeah, like on like the <laughs> yeah, they're like they they're with they're with the same sex on their planet. Yeah, and they have boys, but um, they're like all men, but they have That's a cool. they have a girl, and when they have a girl, they have to like kill it. Oh my god! So it's yeah. So and then it's like we have to do this, and you know the one of the husbands so it's like, like China. We, we got to do this, and yeah, the other kind husband's of. like, no, like we got to keep her, and then they have to go in front of the council, and it's like that's actually pretty heavy. That sounds like some Star Trek. Yeah, no, it, it it's is, it's really it's, good because it yeah, they're like hyper masculine, but you're like, oh, they're just like it's just they're the way they're alien species. Yeah. is. they just it's just dudes. And there's like there's one that's with uh, people have upvotes and downvotes on their chest. Yeah, so if they one. get enough down, wow. they like get killed or something. That's that awesome. is like China, <laughs> dude. Okay, maybe in retrospect. <laughs> people will look at that the way that people look at the at tng because tng was kind of funny sometimes too yeah. man like tng sometimes had these moments where you're just kind of laughing because it's like because they're all just big derpiters and shit like yeah. that i do laugh like occasionally at tng stuff like moments where they, they have little goofy like <laughs> well i love okay going back to trombone i like that Riker fucking kills it on the trombone totally commander Riker's a trombone <laughs> player yeah there's something wholesome about star trek tng though it, it definitely went some places but there was something really fucking wholesome about that fucking show it's very soft jazz it is very soft jazz actually that's like a dead-on description of it steven you know they play every time (laughs) 
<laughs> when they do play a lot of music though and the, and the characters they always play orchestral like classic shit though yeah but the, the music synth, is always like synth-y. yeah oh like yeah the soundtrack shit yeah. but oh, like man, in in the show when they're like great. doing performances and like actually playing instruments they always do like classical music yeah makes me think of a better time man TNG time. Dang. <laughs> I eat last night while I was going. To yeah. I, I I need to work my way through it. I've seen a couple of TNG, but then I was like, let me just start at the very beginning. And those are pretty good. Like the yeah. like the, the old school ones. You're talking about the 60s. Uh, Star yeah. Trek. Yeah. With, uh, it's still good. Yeah. It's, it's okay. different. It's different. Yeah. It's all it's it's all different. It's, like, I, I feel like every Star Trek feels a little different yeah. from the last one. You know, they only had three seasons, but it, and it took them to the third one to get to get their stride. Unfortunately, then they ended it, but then the movies took over. Do you ever see the pilot of that when it was like Commander Pike instead of Commander Kirk? Yeah, Yeah. that's the best episode of the first season. Yeah, it's fucking great, man. It's very confusing when William Shatner is all of a sudden the next episode. Yeah. He, you, you, you were, yeah, I was curious, and you told me he died or something like that. Yeah, yeah, he gets like yeah, yeah, spoilers, but yeah, he he does die. He makes a he makes a reprise though, and like. South Park actually made fun of it. Oh, really? Remember the teacher that was in that like black box wheelchair thing and she had like three lights or whatever? Yeah. That was Commander Piker. Oh, okay. oh damn. That's heavy shit, dude. But <laughs> yeah. well, once again, South Park coming through with the reference. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's fucking awesome. Well, y'all got work tomorrow? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, cool. Well, uh, yeah, we I we went pretty long, man. We're mm-hmm. vibing. Two hours. And that's, oh, really? that's without oh, me shit. drinking, too, because I, uh, it's like at the booze, you know, can't lose. Stunner two Topic hours, to topic, so. you know. Yeah, so, so <laughs> um, but yeah, no, uh, appreciate y'all, y'all coming through. Um, so you don't have, the Uke doesn't have any stuff up, but after Aristotle has yeah, some stuff up. Yeah, after Aristotle got stuff up, um, uh, we're, we're going to releasing another single now. Um, uh, we got shows coming up. Um, can't remember off the top of my head where all they are. Uh, we may have something this month in January, uh, but uh, follow us on Instagram, uh, Facebook, uh, Spotify, wherever the fuck, um, just to kind of get updates from us because we will announce all those shows. YouTube oh, yeah. music. YouTube music. That's right, yeah. isn't it? I'm, I'm hoping, yeah, we can all get a show going together, you know? Absolutely. Put some bands in between. Yeah, <laughs> right. Having to do double shift. I don't know, uh, I'd prefer to do it all at once. Right? Yeah, <laughs> just yeah. stay up there. Yeah. <laughs> just whatever. <laughs> just like rotate members and yeah. exactly. Yeah. Well, cool. Yeah, we we gotta do this again. I, I feel like uh, it's a no, good, it's good, good vibes, good, man. Yeah, good good convo. Bust open some spotted cow next time. This nice is my. Little, I think yeah. this is my first like infu talk without me, you, and Joseph only. Well, yeah, yeah, probably. I think it was. But check out a uh, Uke too. Uh, follow us on. I, I think we got an Instagram. Yeah, uh, at Uke Music. E U U K, yeah, and uh, we'll have some stuff up. Uh, we're releasing social media content right now, but we'll have some real music for you all soon. Uh, we're looking for a singer though, so yeah, I was gonna mention that earlier. We we're looking for like a, a lady singer, mm-hmm. preferably. Want want someone who knows how to just sing along, groove, maybe play a little bit of keyboard and effects here and there. Yeah, uh, but hit us up. Hell yeah! <laughs> well, cool. Yeah, maybe next time we can do some. Uh some tabletop, some cyberpunk tabletop. Fuck yeah. <laughs> I've never played Dungeons and Dragons, have y'all? Yeah, I used to play uh, Advanced Dungeon Dragons. Magic. Oh yeah, you play yeah. Magic. Magic is the shit, dude. It's, it's pretty teachable, so. Yeah, I, I played once and fucking kicked ass. I don't know if the other dudes were just 
way too drunk. <laughs> I was like, okay. Well, you want to talk about meta? You definitely gotta know what's going on yeah. with that fucking. Is there game. <laughs> is there a game master in Magic? No, not really. It's like Yu Gi Oh. Usually, it's Everyone. just it's just the person that has the most tenure, like whoever's been doing it. It's like it's like someone pulled a knife on you, but instead of a knife, it was a deck of cards, and you got to pull one out too. It's <laughs> right, like, right. Just like Yu Gi Oh. Well, yeah. like Cyberpunk tabletop. There's there's that. there's a person that doesn't play. They kind of make up the story and the, the missions as you go along. And then you have like players kind of reacting to that. He's kind of like you roll against him and stuff, and you do initiatives against the game master, but just like D and D, but. Like they don't really they're not a character in magic's the, in the more game. like individual yeah players it, and then the card determines the, okay. the game do you like make much. up a characters too, too though you can like they have a, a one format called commander where you have like a main commander mm. you can only bring it out into the battlefield every once in a while and so that's sort of like you're basing your whole deck on that one commander okay basically interesting Get some fucking you, dude. I fucking kicked ass at Yu-Gi-Oh middle school, dude. Blue eyes, white yeah. dragon. <laughs> I never got. I never got into Yu-Gi-Oh. It's I, similar. I to played all that. Magic and Pokemon though. Um, I never so. actually played Pokemon. The yeah, game. I just collected like, the cards. Yeah, yeah. Same. Oh, dude. Yeah. yeah. I actually, I played once with my brother. That we had like little stones. I don't know if they came with like red and or yellow. They, they came stones. with some. I I can't remember if you were for supposed points. to use them for different. Like reds were like ten health or twenty yeah. health, or blues were like ten health or some shit like that, or however much they were worth or anything like that pokemon trading card game was a lot of fun but it was pretty much like a dumbed down version of magic the gathering mm. but they were both from it was it always wizards of the coast or was it someone else i think wizards of the coast it's always magic was always wizards of the coast yeah too. and i think pokemon was under wizards of the really? coast too so it's like they had because pokemon the card game is pretty much the same as yeah, magic you have the, the energy like the mana not, right? not not exactly the same but you know like there there's like the overall health bar and teacher health bar or not teacher uh, creature health bar yeah you know, pokemon health bar and stuff like that yeah but pokemon games are fuck, fucking yeah maybe awesome, fuck, dude. fuck the tabletop let's get some pokemon some games. Nurture, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, also selling pokemon cards hit me up they really <laughs> nah, I, I've, I've got a few that might be worth some money someday but i, I don't know if they are just yet I, I have a second edition charizard that my dad held on to me held on for me and i, I that's gone some of yeah, them are yeah some of them are worth some money i remember yeah. getting Original sets of magic at the State Affair of Texas in the 90s when it first came out. Yeah. And, you know, some of those cards now are worth like 10 grand. So. Ooh, I just remember I, I posted on Reddit because no one would wanted to buy them. So I was like, hey, does anybody want my Pokemon cards? And I fucking shipped it to somebody that through read it like fucking 10 years ago. Fuck! No, what I keep in mind with that is my dad had like, my dad was a big Fantastic Four and Thor fan uh -huh. back in the day. And so he had all those comics and it's like, nice. he just sold them for whatever because for, he needed some fucking money to like help with rent or some shit like that yeah. out of college. And it's like, if he would just held on to those, Damn. they would have been worth so much money. You know, it's like, yeah, you know, like that. It makes you think about that kind of yeah. stuff. Like, because back then they're worth like 10 cents each, yeah. you know, yeah. you would never yeah. think like. You know, I, I wonder how much of that stuff is inflated to I could have paid for your college degree without yeah. stuff. Because it's like, I don't think anyone paid $500 for a single comic book. People are saying that about fucking Beanie Babies, and they uh, got yeah. fucked. There's another one. Beanie Babies was a big yeah. one. <laughs> I've seen some documentaries. They're depressing. All those things. People, like, like, like Furbies. Entire, and, entire uh, room of Beanie Babies. Yeah, people Dude. like actually putting their kids' college fund into that, and it's like, Maybe CDs will be worth something one day. Damn. I still have all my Mars Volta CDs. Hey, tapes are worth something nowadays. Mm -hmm. so people Damn. are making Ooh. tapes. People well, are making tapes. We'll say that comment for next time. I want. <laughs> we didn't even talk bands. 
that's fucking that's like an hour or two there no shit. So, so, there's always new bands that's yeah. endless material well, we kind of went off we started talking about star trek i'll just i won't shut up about yeah, it sorry about well, that. I mean, our audience is not a lot of musicians so if there are a lot of them are gamers and stuff so it's it's nice to kind of just shoot yeah. the shit about whatever yeah we got we, we got music too we'll talk more about that next time oh, yeah, yeah. Well, cool sure. well thanks for coming guys thanks, thanks for of course thank you